106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Mr. Archie Bunker, speaking in reply to the editorial broadcast last Saturday. Good evening, everybody. This is uh, Archie Bunker of uh, 704 Houser Street, veteran of the big war, speaking on behalf of Guns for Everybody. Now, question. What was the first thing that the communists done when they took over Russia? Answer, gun control. And there's a lot of people in this country who want to do the same thing to us here in a kind of conspiracy seat. You take your big international bankers, uh, they want to, what do you call, uh, masticate the people of this here nation like puppets on a wing. And then when they get that done, train us over to the commies. Oh, Archie, I'm now, glad they put you on a stool. You, you look taller sitting down. <laughs> now, I want to talk about another thing that's on everybody's mind today, and that's your stick-ups and your sky jackets, which, uh, if that was up to me, I could end the sky jackets tomorrow. You could? All you got to do is arm all your passengers. <laughs> you know what you can't got no more superiority there, and you ain't going to dare to pull out no rod. And uh, then your airlines, then they wouldn't have to chase the passengers on the ground no more. They just pass out the pistols at the beginning of the trip, and they pick them up again at the end. Case closed. Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Do you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. My Democratic colleagues don't like me saying this. I think the two-party system is good for the South and good for the Negro, good for the black. And uh, uh, other than the fact that they still call me boy, I don't think they've, I think they've changed their mind. They're gonna put you all back in chains. The first sort of mainstream American American who was articulate and bright and clean and nice looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a story for it was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputation of two United States senators who built their reputation and career on the segregation of race in this country. Are you going to apologize? Apologize for what? Hello, this is Kalander, not your mother, on a bomber. <laughs> and guess what, people? I love President Obama. Yes, I do. I love President Obama. And guess what? And guess what? I voted for him. Do you want to know why I voted for him? Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Because he black. He black, he black, he black. He black, he black, he black. Yes, I said it. I said it again. I voted for him because he was black. Yes, I did. And guess what? I'm gonna get me some health care. Show enough is. Show enough. I don't know why you looking at me. You need to be at work so you can pay for my health care. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I L O V E I T it. Yes, I do. I'm getting health care. Ain't got no job. I love America. I love me some America. 
me and my seven children, all seven of my children gonna get some health care now. Show sure enough, sign the bill, honey. Sign the bill. <laughs> ah. So, anywho, that's all I gotta say about it. And if you don't like President Barack Obama, if you don't like him, then you is a racist. Yes, I said it. You is a racist. Uh-huh. Yeah, you are. Because you know what? President Obama is doing good by me. Uh-huh, now, yes, I can. Get sick now. <laughs> so y'all keep going to work, making all that money, because your taxes is helping me and my chillings. All right, over now. Thank you. I love America. Good evening, this is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio. This is episode 88, and it should play for you starting on December 5, 2020. Uh, <clears throat> we're bit, uh, burning the uh, midnight PG&E up here tonight. Uh, and they say it's cheaper when you do it at night, but I think they give me, because I'm so old, that they give me a break. <clears throat> I think Cal Water gives me a break. I didn't ask for one, but they feel so bad. I get, you know you're getting old when people start you know, like cutting you a deal. And so uh, thank you for listening. If you're new to us, we're going to be here for uh, six 20-minute segments with some clips in between each segment. Uh, let me give you a couple ways to get a hold of me uh, if you need information. If you want to get some uh, connections off what I'm talking about, you can go to our website, nohostagesradio.com, nohostagesradio.com. On that website, uh, there are the podcasts and <clears throat> there are articles, but there are some uh, websites that I refer you to that I usually uh, carry over there. So you can go back and go get them when you think, oh, what did he say? So like Institute on the Constitution, if, if you or your children need to study the Constitution because they're not teaching at school anymore, these people will really, they'll teach you more than the average uh, a teacher knows. Institute on the Constitution, that's the Macaulay family. Chris Ann Hall, that's Chris Ann and J.C. Hall, that's Chris Ann Hall with a K, Chris, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E, Hall.com, Hillsdale.edu. And then you'll you'll see recallgavin2020.com. So I have a number of, of websites there. So you can go to our website, nohostagesradio.com. If you came on to us just for your podcast, maybe you saw us on a podcast source or somebody said, hey, just pull up No Hostages Radio, and you did. So I'm just telling you there's some other things going on here if you're interested. If you're not, cool. Um, the other thing, if you want to reach me, I'm uh, Lou, L-O-U, at NoHostagesRadio.com. So it's just a website with Lou at in front of it, Lou, L-O-U, at NoHostagesRadio.com. Or you could dial me up or text me at 530-713-1838. I do answer that phone uh, as best I can. Uh, it's usually always with me. It's a, it's a mobile. But sometimes if I'm on the other line... <clears throat> It'll go to voicemail, but I, I don't screen calls. I'll call you back. You got a problem with me? 
it's it's not it it's not going to shake me up. So uh, I'll do definitely to call you back, <clears throat> or if you want to send me some information that you think I ought to look at, I appreciate any input. I have a number of people that are. Uh, my unpaid, I call them unpaid staff, that they run across something and they'll just kick it my way and say, oh, I think you ought to look at this, or I think this is good. So uh, thank you for all the input of all you out there. So we do have some people around the, the country. I, I am in Northern California, so things are hot and heavy over here. I know in various states, things are pretty intense right now. Uh, other states, not so much, like up in South Dakota with Governor Christy Noem. Uh, and maybe even less so down in <clears throat> Florida with uh, Governor DeSantis. But other states as well uh, have not been as restrictive as maybe California and New York are, are tipping the scales at the, the most egregious, um, lawless, criminal governors. So um, so I do. Ref- there's a lot going on here, and I think eventually we're going to uh, have a, a major throwdown here, and it'll boil over into more than just uh, peaceful protests. And not wanting that, but it's just like the, the it's every day I get up. I was telling somebody today, every day that I get up, I just am surprised at what I what I noticed in the uh, in the news. I'm not talking about mainstream news, but just the news that's out and about, and whether it's on the internet. Uh, alternative internet sources, whether they're uh, audio or uh, visual, the, the you know electronic newspapers, etc. By the way, I'm gonna. Uh, what did I do? I was gonna make some comments. I'll, I'll have to wait till after break. I was gonna give you a couple resources. <clears throat> um, for you know, people have heard my you know when I make a comment about a book or a newspaper or, or a something, something they say, Oh, some people have actually gone out and got them. And, and I want to give you some ideas, maybe even for Christmas of turning your relatives onto things that will help properly inform them. I've been telling everybody I can that the worst thing you can do, it's kind of like when people want to change their diet, right? And, uh, they're, they're overweight and they're sick and they've, they've taken all kinds of pills and, and the first thing I always tell them is uh, get off sugar, all the whites. I said, remove the whites out of your diet, white flour, processed flour, processed sugar, and uh, refined sugar, and that'll make a huge difference. So the first thing you need to do to clear your head, because I ran into a guy in a parking lot today. We were having a small demonstration over by the Yuba County Government Center, and a guy saw us over there, and I was walking back to my car to go to lunch with some people, and uh, he kind of he didn't confront me, but he wanted to talk to me about what was going on. And, and he was t- like m- most people in America today, totally confused. And, um, he had a mask on, you know, out, out in the, he had no one around him out in the parking lot, had a mask on and he was getting out of his Mercedes van to go into the County building. And, um, so he wanted to, he wanted to mix it up on the whole mask thing and all the nonsense. And, uh, finally I just told him, I said, uh, you, when you, when you think this COVID is over, you're going to quit wearing that mask? He said, yeah. I said, they're not going to let you, dude. He said, well, ah, ah, you know, and he got all, he got all flared up, right? And I said, you know, when you get flared up like that, uh, that's what I want. I want you to get flared up. And you're all, right now, you're just getting flared up at me because you don't agree with me. But I'm going to let you get your nose broke over that mask. And when they're going to jack slap you and uh, they're going to strap that mask on there, maybe they'll sew it onto your ears. And, uh, and, but, but he, it threw him. And I said, you know, when you 
decide the mask should come off and they say, no, 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 no. It looks like I just saw Biden said the first hundred days of his presidency, you're going to have to wear a mask. And other people, Fauci said, we're going to wear a mask for here on out. So this is all about government compliance. And uh, so anyway, in, in California, they're locking down the state again, supposedly. We're just ignoring it up here in Northern California, at least the people I run with. Certainly there's people that are compliant. Most people, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked. You know, when you look at uh, <clears throat> films, whether they're actual documentaries where it shows the Nazis herding the Jewish families onto trains, train cars, not where seats in them, just cattle cars, you know, where you just, it's just a big box car. Uh, And you wonder, wow, uh, how did they just go along with that, right? And, uh, or they just convinced them to move all into ghettos and and do things. And I felt like God spoke to me, and I don't often say this, and I'm not talking about hearing God audibly, but when this first happened, and they begin to suggest we're going to quarantine. Everybody's going to stay in their houses. Remember when they first started saying, stand in your house and everybody's got to wear a mask and uh, this and that and the other thing. <clears throat> Even if you're healthy, stand, stand in your house, right? Unless you have to go out somewhere, like you've got to go buy groceries or you've got to go to work or something. And, uh, and, and they shut down all the businesses and stuff, right? And I felt like, <clears throat> and I don't know why I had this thought, but I think it was a God thought because it was smarter than my average thought. And it was like, Lou, if the government told people in Yuba right now that a train was coming by at the old train stop here in Marysville, and they were going to ask everybody to load up on trains and go to Sacramento or somewhere else and stay for a couple of weeks. Remember, the thing was, we were just going to get over this hump for a couple of weeks and then everything's going to be fine. So if they would have told people to get on the train, most everyone would have got on the train and been taken somewhere. That's exactly, that is exactly what happened to the Jewish people and all the other minorities and that were removed from their homes. And they said, we're going to bring you right back. We're just going to go over here for a while. Then we're going to bring you right back. And they killed millions and millions and millions of people. And, uh, so, and that compl- complicit attitude that uh, that the church in America has so often criticized about the church in Germany, the church in America has nearly 90, probably 98% of the church in America closed their doors and were complicit in just stopping church, Right. And uh, I was talking to a missionary uh, yesterday on the phone. Uh, I first met him in, uh, I don't know whether I met him in the U.S. or China, in Kunming area of China, Yunnan province. But uh, he and his wife are working on a translation of a uh, uh, Hmong subgroup, H-M-O-N-G subgroup. And um, he called me yesterday. He's down in Atlanta right now, and they're staying there because they're flushing all the the, uh, missionaries out of China. And they're clamping down on the unregistered church. There's an underground church, right? <clears throat> Just like there's a, there's churches here that rebelled, like Glad Tidings in Yuba City, uh, told Newton to shove it up his rear, and uh, Newsom. And there, but there are government churches that that they complied with the government and they were blessed by the government. But now they have to have facial recognition. You, you to go in, you got to go through facial recognition. In other words, they sign you in, sign you out. 
uh, no children, no military, no students, and the pastors are told what to teach by the Chinese government. Now, that's exactly, I know people are going to pass, oh, my God, lose off the edge. I'm telling you that that's where, the, if, if the churches are even allowed to stay open, legit, the pastors will be told what to say. And the pastors, honestly, I saw some guys that used to go to Glad Tidings, they got their own church in town, and I, and they, I don't, I don't watch church on, on the computer, but their, their church just popped in on a live feed on my Facebook. And, and I felt sad for them because I like them. They're, a lot of my friends are over there, but the, the pastors were actually telling people to wear a mask. I thought, you know something that is the stupidest thing. It's like wearing a condom on your nose. It's just the most stupid thing I ever saw in my life. I felt sad for them really, but it just, I'm just telling, I'm, I'm not down on them. I'm just saying that's the state of the church. There's a spirit of stupid on the entire country. And uh, most people are so complicit. And we even have doctors that I used to respect. Do- well-known doctors in our Yuba Sutter area. In Northern California here, we, we're two of 58 counties up in Northern California. Yuba Sutter's two counties. And the doctors that I, you know, I've worked with a lot of docs in trauma intervention program that I run, and these guys are supporting this crack, uh, quack, uh, Dr. Lu, Fong Lu, who is just a little Nazi. And uh, she, she, um, she is one of these people that should be uh, held responsible at a Nuremberg type trial after we get, if we can win this country back. Because... <clears throat> We had all kinds of Germans that were that were uh, killed, uh, executed for their crimes, locked up in prison for their crimes, and they all had good excuses. Oh well, I just was following orders. The the things that Doctor Lou in Yuba Sutter counties and maybe the health officer in your county uh, is doing are doing are malpractice. They should be sued. To, to mask a young child, to take their temperature every morning at the schoolhouse door, to mask them, to make them sit in a cubicle surrounded by plexiglass, to not allow them to have contact with their friends, play sports, run in the playground, play on equipment, that is a concentration camp, people. That is not school. And for I know parents are under a lot of pressure because they can't, they can't deal with their kids at home, you know, because they're trying to earn a living. I'm not saying you're not capable of dealing with them. I'm saying there's just too much to do. We we had lunch today at a a few guys in at a restaurant, and the 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 waitress, the server, whatever you call them nowadays, very nice lady. Um, she had, I think she said she had three or four children, and she was working. She said it's a handful. She has a teenager, and then all the way down to like a ten ten on up or something. Anyway, it's a big challenge, I know. But I'm telling you that the worst thing you can do is send your kids to public school. Now, I have friends that are wonderful teachers, Christian, wonderful teachers. And they are distraught, but they are trying to do what they can to keep their— they're getting paid to try to just hang in there, right, until there's another alternative that they can hang in there with. We need uh, to—as whether you're Christian or not Christian— we need to establish other ways to educate our children. And I'm telling you, there. and, and I'll do a show sometime when, when we can dish out some resources for you, and you can write them down and go get them. 
like uh, I've been I've been doing some studying on it. Math, social studies, all of a sudden, and one of the big one of the big things in people's minds when they start to think about breaking off from the public school is they think I got to reproduce the public school in my house. That's exactly what you don't want to do. The public school system is a factory that's designed for some people, but most people can't fit into it. It's like a sausage making operation and kids aren't sausage. They're unique creations of God with unique DNA and they don't all learn the same and they don't, they're not designed to sit and watch a talking head for eight hours a day. And they're, and it is, it is child abuse. We have, people used to be afraid of child protective services, CPS, they call it in California. I don't know what, what's, what they call it in your state. Literally child protective services should arrest Dr. Lou and the principals of these schools. We have these people like Gary Cena, who is the superintendent of Marysville Joint Unified, going along. He's just a he's just a little uh, educational prostitute, being paid a lot of money to just mouth and just do what the government wants him to do, which is which is horrible for kids. You know, if we survive this, the next generation is going to look back at the people like the Gary Cenas and the. Uh, the different superintendents of schools, whether they're county superintendents or joint unified school district superintendents, and they're going to look at these people as getting paid up to $200,000 to hammer their kids and and justify it as, well, we, we were doing the best we could. No, 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 no. Online, somebody just told me a kid shot himself on Zoom, on Zoom today or yesterday in our community shot himself in front of the whole class, right? A young, very young boy, very young. Listen, people, what's going on in our school system is devilish. You may not even believe in the devil. Maybe you just believe there's evil, like when somebody rapes and murders and tortures a kid. I'm telling you what's going on in our public schools is evil, and you should keep your kids out. And I'm, I don't mean just, I know they're already home. You should, you need to educate your kids yourself. And on the internet, I'm ordering all kinds of stuff for my grandkids and I'm sending it down and just to, to beef them up on, on what I want, on the good, good American values, good American values. And so, um, anyway, uh, so we're here in, in, in California and, uh, we got big problems here. I'm not sure. Uh, how how it's going for you i hope it's going okay but listen here's the big deal we have to resist we have to not be complicit on anything don't wear a mask resist at every deal confront everything look up it's against the law to force you to wear a mask anywhere it's against the law and but unless you stand up for it you don't have any rights in this country you know, our, our rights are God-given rights. The Constitution was merely uh, uh, a formal document declaring to the world that we're going to protect people's— our government was uh, designed and created to protect our God-given rights, not government-given rights, God-given rights. Those rights are only available to you if you take them. You have to embrace them. And if, for instance, somebody was telling me the other day about uh, people coming to their store, government officials, 
and and they threw them out in New York. They a gym got into it with the government officials, and they told them to get off their property and go and get a warrant. They just aren't. In other words, it used to be, hey, how you doing? Come on in. It's cool. What what's your problem? What is there a problem? Is there a problem in the neighborhood? Nowadays, it, it's a government enforcement deal. And listen, you have rights. Don't let the government in your house or in your business without a warrant. Just tell them you're not, hey, love you and all that stuff. Coach soccer with you. My, my boy was on your little league team, but now all bets are off now. Love you and all that stuff, but you can't come in my business. I'm running my business. If you want to sue me, sue me. If you want to arrest me, you can arrest me, but you cannot come in my business without a warrant. So just be on your way, right? House, everything. Same, same, same. You have rights. This is a time that you need to stand on your rights. You need to flex your muscles, right? You don't have to be rude, but you need to be firm, right? Because they're, they're going to come at you and they're going to say, hey, hey, hey when, well, we need, well, we were told, well, we, this, that, and the other thing, and we have a right to come. No, 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 no. And same way, checking your car, pulling you over, wanting to go through all your car, all that kind of stuff. If you're a law-abiding citizen, right, uh, you do not have to follow that. Now, I'm going to take my first break. Uh, so if you want to get get a tuna, tuna sandwich or what do you want to do, grab that. And uh, I'm going to take a little swig here. And I'm on a medical meth tonight because I'm tired and uh, I can't do it on my own. So the kids used to tell me at Juvenile Hall, Lou, you could, you should take a medical marijuana back in the old days before legal, right? And uh, I said, what I need is medical meth, not medical marijuana. Okay, we'll be right back. Trump's attorney Sidney Powell has revealed that Eric Coomer, Dominion's head of product and strategy, has disappeared. In an interview with Newsmax, she also said that its headquarters in Toronto and Denver, Colorado, are empty. The Dominion voting software has come under heavy scrutiny recently for suspected election fraud, manipulating votes from one candidate to the other. Representatives from Dominion also did not attend a court hearing in Pennsylvania on November 19, where the House of Representatives were planning to question Dominion on possible election manipulation. This has raised suspicions online that they may have something to hide. On the Toronto headquarters closure, Powell said, the Dominion office suddenly closed and moved away from Toronto. The headquarters originally shared the office with Soros Corporation. Its U.S. headquarters in Denver was also suddenly closed and moved away. Their employees deleted their names from LinkedIn, it also deleted any relationship with the company. More than 100 employees of the company did this. Joe Oltman from Gateway Pundit also investigated further into Eric Coomer, and found out that he has ties to Antifa, a far-left organization that is also anti-Trump. He claimed that he infiltrated an online Antifa meeting, and during which, Antifa members referred to him as Eric from Dominion. Oltman also said that during the call, someone asked, what are we going to do if Trump wins? To which Coomer allegedly replied, don't worry about the election, Trump's not gonna win. I made sure of that. After exposing Coomer's background, Altman has since been suspended from Twitter and has received death threats. Newsflash. It has already happened around the world. That's what the propagandists of the feckless fourth estate in America don't want you to know. They also don't want you to remember that there was a time not so long ago when it served the left-wing media's ideological agenda to expose the grave security risks of automated voting machines. 
Just two short years ago, the liberal social media outfit Now This sounded the alarm over vulnerable voting machines with a video showing that, quote, a hacker only needs one minute to change election results in 24 states. Twitter didn't censor that or label it. <laughs> now they just pretend it doesn't exist. The, the serial console in the back gives us a root shell. That means you have control of the, of the machine. Once you have full once control you... of that, and then we can change the results of what it's scanning. This is the way that you get data in and out of the, um, in and out of the operating system yeah, that runs on this machine. My computer is connected to the machine. This is a serial cable, and it's connected to the back of the machine. You take off the back of the machine, and there's a serial port, and that gives us full root access with no password. There's no security subsystem on this one. Nope, there's no password. With this kind of access, you could rewrite the code that's running on there and get it to count votes in whatever way you wanted. You would do this in advance of election night and then wait for the results to come in. You could control the election results. Either way, as long as I had physical access to either plug something in or take off the back and plug something in there. But you just need that access briefly. Once, yes, very briefly. About how long? If you had this all prepped and ready to go, a minute. A minute. Three companies implicated in worldwide election meddling scandals are intertwined through a labyrinth of shell companies, Dominion, Smartmatic, and Sequoia. Dominion Voting Systems manufactures both election hardware and software with headquarters in Toronto, Canada and Denver, Colorado. Smartmatic is the multinational corporation that makes vote counting machines as well as software and is purportedly tied to the late Venezuelan dictator Hugo Chavez's regime. Smartmatic machines have used Dominion software. Sequoia, which was acquired by Dominion in 2010, makes voting machines that have used Smartmatic software. Watchdogs in the Philippines have grappled with what they believe is widespread Smartmatic and Dominion-related election manipulation for 10 years. Attorney and former Filipino Congressman Glenn Chong scoured audit logs to uncover how Smartmatic machines had somehow preloaded and transmitted thousands of votes before polls even opened. Michelle, the term preloaded is exactly the same term I'm using here in Manila. Um, preloaded votes preloaded ballots. Again, I point this out to our audience. Look at these uh, pieces of documents. They are signed. Uh, we have 70,000 voters, about 4, uh, exactly 4,114 4, ballots were already scanned by 145 voting machines days before the elections. That's uh, over around 6 or 7%. Chong notes similarities in how he says his race and others in the Philippines were rigged with what happened here in America. Uh, I've said that my case in uh, my district in Biliran, Philippines, is exactly the same case as in the case of President Trump. He was ahead on the night of the election, and then his lead was wiped out all throughout the day, the next day. That's the same thing with me. I was overtaken at 5.56 in the morning the following day, uh, the day following the elections, in the case of Senator Ferdinand Marcos Jr. He was ahead on the night of the elections. He was ahead by 943,045 votes. That was his lead. Within a few hours, by 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.26, if I remember it right, 3.26 in the morning, all the 943,045 votes lead of Senator uh, Ferdinand Marcos Jr. was wiped. That's right, wiped out. 
Chong also exposed automatic vote padding and shaving manipulation by Smartmatic machines, plus what he says is missing and out-of-sequence ballot images. He confronted Smartmatic officials with reams of logs outlining this fraud. Other politicians in the Philippines turned up the heat. I'm sorry I have to say this, and it seems a little harsh. But what they, they, they are not there to sell an electronic uh, election system. They are there to give a method of cheating to whoever pays them the most. Wow. Instead of providing answers, several Smartmatic officials left the country, including a veteran Smartmatic official named Haider Garcia. This Venezuelan-born operative now serves, believe it or not, as election administrator for Tarrant County, Texas. That's a county which turned blue for the first time since 1964 after the introduction of, dum-dum-dum, new electronic voting machines. Hmm. Well, evading scrutiny seems to be part of the vote hacking playbook. Last week, Dominion officials bailed out of a state legislative hearing in Battleground, Pennsylvania. GOP State Representative Don Kiefer asked the questions that Dominion won't answer. Does Dominion use open source software so that observers can go in and they can see exactly what switches are being turned on and turned off? We don't know. Transparency is key. So if they're doing this, if they used open source software, right, we would know what's going on there. The average observer could take a look to see what that process is. Who has control over our elections? Who has Dominion over our votes? Is it we the people? Or is it the electronic voting oligarchs? Without full election and transparency, there can be no election peace. Okay, second second uh, version here, second chapter of the six chapters today. So uh, you know how to get a hold of me. Uh, I'm wishing you well, whatever state you're in. I know a lot of you out there listen from, uh, you've moved to, out of California. Uh, most of the people I'm, I know now have just moved from here, or they moved here before I met them, and then I, someone down in Tampa, Florida, she used to live here, and then but I just met her recently, but but she used to be up here, now she's down there. So give a shout out to all you guys around the United States, and God bless you, and we're, play, we're praying for a God breakthrough. We just had a prayer meeting this week. It was a call by a prophet named Dutch Sheets, and it, it was, a, what was it, Wednesday night? I think it was Wednesday, Tuesday night, and we prayed from 9 to midnight, and back east they prayed from 12 to 3, so we were all praying at the same hours, and uh, then we concluded uh, by a simulcast out of Philadelphia. It was awesome. And we were praying against demonic forces. Now, you may not believe in demons. That's okay. Uh, you know, I either get it or you don't. And it's okay. There's a lot of people can't figure out the medical thing on this. And uh, they're just being, they're going to be, con uh, what we have right now is a health dictatorship. We have a health dictatorship. That's why they're taking over everything. Everything is health. And they're going to blame you like you're in, if you don't get the vaccine, you don't wear the mask, you don't do this, you don't do that. You're endangering the community. You're a danger to the community. And eventually they'll, they'll take us out and take us somewhere else. So uh, anyway, I wanted to, uh, some people got a hold of me, said, Lulu, what, what was those, all those things, the references you gave us before <coughs> on doctors? Like some of you are getting sick. 
<clears throat> not because it's uh, anything in particular. Just this time of year, you get sick, right? You get the flu. You get there's always flu this time of year. You get cold, flu, strep throat, sinus infection, and so. Anyway, I was talking about like in uh, California's. It says on the hydroxychloroquine. Uh, site I'm going to take you to in a, in a minute. It says it's very difficult to get hydroxychloroquine in in California, and so therefore doctors can't get a hold of it. And doctors in our area in Yuba Sutter counties, I don't know where, what it's what it's like. I heard down in Texas is different, where doctors are actually treating COVID instead of just letting you rot until you get so bad they put you on a ventilator and kill you. Then they then the hospital collects twenty nine thousand dollars spiff on you, but. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm going to give you, if you want to grab a pen and paper, I'm going to give you a couple references here that you may need. And uh, the reason I say you you may think, oh, I'm not going to get sick and I wouldn't do anything. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's not always about you. So I got a call the other day and a friend of mine said, hey, what were those references? Because a friend of mine's sick and and they they want to get one of those doctors. They don't because the local doctors won't treat you. So you can get doctors online. They will they will talk to you online and evaluate you online, and then they will send you same day prescriptions hydroxychloroquine. Okay, so I'm going to give you a reference right now, um, and then I'm going to uh, hold on here. Let me let me move my cursor down here and get to the right spot. <clears throat> okay, close. I'm getting close. Okay, here we are. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to give you two websites. The first one is now these and I want to preface this by saying these are top doctors. In fact, they're smarter doctors than the average doctor and they're not controlled by politics. They're neither Democrat or Republican. They're they care for people. They care for people. They don't they're they're not driven by a paycheck. They love they love what they do. They care for people. And they're following their oath when they became a doctor. This is called America's S on America. Amer- this is all one word. America's frontline doctors, plural. America's frontline doctors.com. That's the website. America's frontline doctors.com. Okay? So now I'm going to, if you, I'm going to tell you. When you go to that website, and I'm going to go over there right now because I'm going to walk you through something. So when you pull it up, AmericasFrontlineDoctors.com, it's going to say at the top, Welcome to America's Frontline Doctors, empowering patients and physicians with independent evidence-based medicine. None of this political crap. What's happening is in every field, medicine, schooling, and it's going to happen in economics. We just had a meeting today where we're going to create some websites and start listing businesses that are staying open no matter what. So if you need something, uh, they will help you. Uh, they're staying open, right? And it, we're going to try to get businesses because the gov- the government, the agenda is to shut down small business and have the government control all the big box stores, Home Depot, Lowe's, um, Walmart. Sam's, right? All the big box stores, Costco, and there's all they're already sold out to the government. And so th- what's happening is there's going to be a community raise up within a community 
and they're going to be frontline doctors that are going to be independent and we're going to we're going to reach out to them whether they're in our community or not and it's the same way with teachers you're going to be able to get teachers locally to tutor and you're going to get online teachers right and uh, same way with economics we're going to find out we're going to find out where we can get hardware supplies we're going to find out who can work on cars who you know the the businesses that are being shut down who's staying open okay so uh <clears throat> so when you go to a well it says welcome to america's frontline doctors it has a, a background of the american flag with a stethoscope laying on it and then you just scroll just two inches down and it'll say hydroxychloroquine availability and then in the middle it says dr simone gold's latest book and then it says about us so if you click uh, on learn more under hydroxychloroquine under learn more uh then uh you're going to go to another page and it says options for u.s patients slash doctors to obtain and prescribe hcq which is the abbreviation for hydroxychloroquine okay then there's a map of the united states and it's all in different colors because it's showing from standard prescription like in texas it's a standard prescription in nevada it's a standard prescription uh and in many states no problem california it says fairly difficult uh extremely difficult some states arizona new mexico utah extremely difficult nearly impossible uh, arkansas mississippi illinois colorado pennsylvania new york ex- nearly impossible to get hydroxychloroquine however this is what's beautiful this is what's beautiful about this america and and we're going to kick some rear folks we're going to kick some rear i'm telling you we're going to get it on so so anyway it tells you you can look at your state and you can say oh baby it's really difficult in the state i'm in so right above the the map of the united states it says hcq map and then to the right of that it says contact a physician so all you have to do is click on contact a physician and I'm going to do it right now because I don't like to tell people to do stuff. And then they call and say, Lou, that didn't work, man. It's just like I can't, I can't believe it. So then then I'm at another page now. It says speakwithanmd.com. It says speakwithanmd.com. Schedule a doctor visit for anywhere on your schedule. Click to schedule your appointment. So you just click on the click to schedule your appointment. And then it says services we offer. At speakwithanmd.com, we offer specialists in many different areas. Uh, this means that we can offer a wide range of affordable health care services to you, the patient. This, The list below is only a short list of the services we offer. And so then there's a deal that says low-cost consult fees. So they're going to charge you, I think, $90, but it says use your health savings card, and there's all kinds of stuff. So they cover common cold, pink eye, allergies, vomiting, diarrhea, respiratory COVID-19, headache, cough, fever, plus more, sore throat, ear, ear problems, nausea, flu, constipation. In other words, all your needs. In other words, if you're having a problem getting into the doctor, and it's just I tried to call Peachtree Clinic <coughs> regarding a problem with a guy that's dying over here because of our trauma intervention program. I called. I was 17th in line on hold. I, I waited like 45 minutes, and finally I just gave up. Peachtree Clinic, it's totally, they're jerks. They're totally a waste of time. Horrible medical clinic. And my good friend, Dr. Cassidy, works there. He said, Lou, just give people my cell phone number, and I'll treat them. 
I'll, I'll get I'll get their appointment for them. But you can go online. I'm telling you, go online. These guys will if you got if you think you got covid and they will send you your prescriptions same day. I think it's same day uh, it says prescriptions delivered right to your door same day. Come on. You're all freaked out. I'd say, you know, to me, I, I'm not ever going to another doctor. I'm just going to go right online. Boom. I'm going to talk to them, give them my $90 and say, jam those prescriptions right up my butt. I, I'm, let's get it on here. I want to, I want to get fixed. Right. And I, I am done with this. I am not, I, I am not going to play these COVID games. So, uh, so it says, why choose us? It says experienced doctors in every state. Our doctors go through a lengthy credentialing process. They got 625 plus healthcare providers, uh, 50 state coverage, uh, short wait times. Uh, anyway, so that's that. And, and, uh, so you start off with the website I gave you America's frontline doctors, and you can just click your way through it. It's very simple. Listen, I am not a geek. I'm not a computer geek. I'm a slow guy. I'm the slow learner. So I'm going to give you another website, a second website. And this guy was one of the guys, one of the folks, there were female and male doctors that stood in front of the uh, Supreme Court on the steps of the Supreme Court and, and, and confronted the medical industry and the cop out in the medical industry that they become political. And I don't know whether you notice, but the, um, the different social media platforms are putting the kibosh on anything that isn't uh, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks. And uh, anything about hydroxychloroquine, all these kind of uh, things that are really working, they're putting the kibosh on them. So I'm telling you, this is the way to go. So one of the doctors that was there, he has a website, and it's called MyFreeDoctor.com. Again, MyFreeDoctor.com. D-O-C-T-O-R. Spell it out, not M-D. Not, I, I, I was saying uh, uh, the other day when I was talking to some people, it's MyFreeMD. No, it's not. It's MyFreeDoctor.com. So then it says here, when you click on, uh, when you bring up MyFreeDoctor.com, it says, MyFreeDoctor, stay home and get a free doctor consult by texting us at, and it tells a number there to text. And uh, and it tells you exactly how to do it. It says text this number. Um, and then he said, enter my free doctor waiting room right now. And uh, anyway, it says early at home treatment and monitoring saves lives. And then they got a wet. They have a uh, a video right on the front by one American news. And it, and they interview the doctors right there. Boom. I'm telling you, listen, people. Here's something I learned. I can't even remember where I, when I learned this because I'm almost a hundred, but but I can't. One day I just sitting and I thought, <clears throat> uh, actually it, it was probably in my forties, and they thought I had um, they thought I had um, like prostate cancer, and uh, they I had a high PSA test right, and uh, because I was you know they just took a blood test they did a physical on me and they said oh you're you're you got a high PSA count I said so what they said well you might have you know prostate cancer and so then they wanted to check my bladder <coughs> and uh, I wouldn't recommend it but they did that and then they wanted to do a biopsy of my prostate and I felt like God said to me forget about it dude and so I went to, I called my doctor and I just said hey uh, you know that that uh, biopsy schedule for me. I'm not going to do that. So I'm, I feel real comfortable about live or die. I'm good. And I'm just going to go on with life. 
And so I, I realized at that time that you never turn your health issues or any of your issues, your education issues, you never turn them over to the professionals. You take what they tell you. In fact, I had a doctor when I went in, I needed to get a few surgeries uh, on broken parts, you know, just, you know, just replacing joints and stuff. And, um, and he said, oh, you know, uh, he thought I had high blood pressure. And I said, you caused me high blood pressure. When I'm home, I'm fine. It just, when I come to your office, it gets me all jacked up. And he said, how come you don't do what I say if you pay me to, as a doctor? I said, I, I'm taking all your input, right? I need to make an adult choice. And so I think I'm good. And I think I appreciate your expertise. Thank you, Jesus. But at the end of the day, I make decisions for myself, right? You have to take your health issues in your own hands. You you take in, you can't make a good decision without good information. So you go out and get all the information and then you, you pull the trigger on the decision. Same thing with your education. You cannot just turn your kids over to the public school system. We've now learned that it's a propaganda machine and they're actually turning our kids against the family. It, you think, oh, well, they're just turning kids against the Constitution, against America. Yeah, they're doing that. They're also turning kids against you because the government. And listen, I was on the school board for a Yuba County school board for, I think, a dozen years. And I could sense it in the leadership and some of the teachers that they considered the kids their kids. And they considered the parents a bother. Some, some not all. I'm telling you, in the, the top echelon of our government, they, they, they uh, are convinced those kids are theirs. And, they will, and, and if you don't follow the rules, like get your kids vaccinated in a certain way or get them tested or send them to school in a certain way, they will take your kids. That's, that's all about, that's, it's, it's their kids. They think, oh, they're ours and and we don't we can move you out of the way. So I'm telling you what we need to do is just what the Amish have done. I'm not saying you're going to be Amish at but they have created a society that they felt best served them. You may not agree with it, that's fine. I'm not getting into all the Amish stuff. I'm just saying that this crisis that we're having in this country is not affecting these types of community, the Mennonite communities, the Amish, not affecting them a bit. It didn't put a wrinkle in their in any of their lives. And so what we need to do as whether you're patriots or whether you're Christian or whether you're whatever flavor you are, if you get what's going on in this country, there's a takeover happening. We need to break free from that. And what I mean by that is we need to stand up for our, our rights, right? Because the Constitution is still there, and we need to train our own children. We need to connect with our own doctors and forget all this health officer. You know, if you go to Peachtree Clinic, you go to a clinic, they're not going to treat you for COVID. They're going to send you home and say, if you really get bad, go to the hospital and go in the ICU. That is ridiculous, people. That's like saying to a woman who goes in for a breast examination and she has a small lump that they say, well, just go home. You know, we'll just watch it over the next few years. And if you really get some big lumps or you get sick, then, then we'll, you know, you get stage four cancer, then we'll, then we'll address it. That's crazy. What's happened in our, what our, in our society is that the medicine, the medical practice has been turned on its head. 
with this COVID thing because it's not about sickness. The guys tried to tell me, they, oh, my God, you know how many people have died? I said, dude, look up on the Internet. This guy on the he just got got in my business. Every day I go out, somebody's trying to get in my business. Okay, uh, you know, I said, dude, just go Google deaths in America and educate yourself on how many people die each year. And did up until this point, I said, how old are you anyway? He says, 56. I said, in 56 years, have you ever been sick? He said, well, yeah, all the time. I said, how come you didn't have a meltdown? And let the government take over your life. How come I, you know, it's like, have you ever looked and see how many people die each year? And did you lose any sleep over it? But all of a sudden now it's like everybody concocts these reasons that are that are crazy. So okay, I've given you two of these uh I've given these two uh deals to you. So anyway, I I'm going to get this book that I think you all should read. Some people have already been reading it. They like it. And but I want to I I got I I don't want to undo my uh my technology here. I'll wait till the break to get it for you. So I don't want to break the momentum here. Okay. So I gave you those clips and we're good on that. And so, uh, all right. So I'm going to get back over to my gig here and I want to, we're, we're coming to the end of our second, second deal anyway. So I'm just, uh, let me get, get reorganized. So let me see what I can say real quick here that use up the next minute. Uh, Oh, okay. So this, this, uh, Friday night, the plays start at Glad Tidings. Come out. It's free. It's very fun. Called Prospects, December 4 through 8. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Straight through. Boom, 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 boom. 7 o'clock every night. It's going to be fun. Kids will enjoy it. There'll be refreshments there you can purchase at, at the break. There'll probably be an intermission. It's a comedy, musical comedy called Prospects. And uh, you'll love it. It's all done local. Local people, lo- you know, creative music. Uh, they wrote that play here. And uh, so that's coming. Then on Friday nights, on December uh, 11th and December 18th, there's Festival of Lights out at Glad Tidings. And so Prospects is at Glad Tidings as well. That's 1179 Eager Road in uh, Yuba City. And um, it's easy to find, 1179 Eager Road. You can go on churchofgladtidings.com if you forget, forget some of this, and you can catch it all there. Festival of Lights is an activity for families. The whole uh, campus is lit up, millions of lights out there. I don't know, million, half a million. I don't know. Their, their goal is to have millions. But it's lit up, I'm telling you. There's horse. You can do a horse-drawn carriage. You can do a train ride. You can do all kinds of things. There's games to play. There's apple cider. There's all kinds of funny, fun stuff to do. Okay, so I'm going to take a break here, and then I'll go to get, get that book, and I want to tell you about that book, and then we'll go on. Okay, be right back. As of Monday, you are now prohibited from having anybody inside your own home who doesn't live there. That's right. Los Angeles County issued another lockdown dictate this week, another stay-at-home order. This just one week after L.A. County banned even outdoor dining at restaurants. And in case you think the outdoor dining dictate was based on science, no, it wasn't. In fact, even the power-drunk politicians who issued the dictate know that it's not based on science. Just hours after LA County supervisors voted to ban outdoor dining, 
LA County Supervisor Sheila Cool dined outdoors herself at a restaurant in Santa Monica. This according to Bill Malugin at Fox LA. First, she voted to prohibit you from doing it, then she did it herself. You can't make this stuff up. What is made up, however, is politicians' excuse for locking people down again. It's a simple question, really. What was the scientific proof, or even just empirical evidence, that eating outside at restaurants causes the COVID-19 virus to spread? None. There is no proof. Even the LA politicians who voted to shut down restaurants could not give devastated restaurant owners any scientific reason why. Instead, people like Brian Avery, the owner of Bravery Brewing, spent over $100,000 to comply with government regulations that banned bars from opening unless they served food. So he paid to build a kitchen only to be shut down at Thanksgiving for three weeks without any scientific basis, and certainly a willful neglect of basic human liberty. That was last week. This week, according to the new stay-at-home order, you're not even allowed to invite your own parents over to your house. Want to visit your grandmother? Not allowed. Need your sister to help babysit your kids? Also not allowed. But the good news is, you're allowed to play tennis, but the tennis courts are only open to individuals or members of your own household, so if you live by yourself, good luck with that. The truth is, according to contact tracing studies, the odds of being infected with COVID-19 via community spread, aka at a tennis court, or dining outdoors at a restaurant, or at a retail business, or at the park with friends, the odds of being infected via community spread is 0.4%. While staying at home with family, the odds of being infected leap to 7.2%. So what do liberal politicians do? They ignore the science and lock you down again. I hope all y'all are having an American ass day. I'm one of those weird guys that drinks coffee at like 9 p.m. I can sleep like a rock no matter what. So liberal tears. There you go. I figured I'd answer a question that I'm getting a lot of. Question is, well, damn, what would you do if the crap hits the fan in the US? And my answer to that is simply, if you don't already have a plan, you are naive in understanding what is actually going on in America right now. I have a good buddy who's another YouTuber. We talk about similar things, but his name is Black Scout Survival. Really solid guy, really solid principles, and really solid advice. And so one of the most common questions I get is, well, Dan, why don't you start a militia? Or Dan, why don't you join a militia? And I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is when they have a militia or they start a militia or they're a part of militia, they post all of their stuff online. If there is one thing that I would never use technology for, it would be for a militia. It would be for a response team. It would be for a crap hits the fan team, right? At that point, it's pen and paper on what you're going to do, who's with you, and in your head. Because those are the only two things that can't be infiltrated nowadays. Everything else, your cell phone, your computer, your social media, everything that can be infiltrated, especially if it's a militia group. So to answer y'all's question, do I have a plan 
always. Be prepared for the worst situation possible. And one of those might be this vaccine, right? They're talking about making this vaccine mandatory. And if you don't take it, they're going to put you in a box somewhere and quarantine you. You know, that would be a situation of you may need some people with you to make sure that you're not getting put in a box. But I think the one that is most important is if the election gets turned over from Biden to Trump. We all think that the riots and all that crap so far over, you know, Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and defund the police and, you know, whatever issue they came up with, we thought those riots were bad. No, there, there's not even going to be a word to describe how bad these are going to be if it's turned over. So if you live out in the country and you got 50 acres and you got deer blinds and you got, you know, everything you need, the only thing I would say to prepare is make sure that you've got food for one to two months. You've got plenty of ammo and you've got a woman there with you. That's a that's pretty much all you need. But for everyone else, for conservatives who were born in the city who just haven't been able to get out there yet, you need to make connections. You need to unite with other conservatives. You need to have a plan with other people in your same situation. You need to go out and meet other people who may have a place that you can go to. Because if this is overturned and you live in a big city, I hate to say it, but I don't really see a big city not being completely destroyed. third segment. Um, okay. I told you about a book. I've, I've talked about this book before. It's really weird. Things, things, things just happen in my life. And, uh, I don't know why. I think God's just trying to help me one day in, in the mail. And I don't know why I got this, but I just, I got this in the mail and I just set it aside because I have lots of books that I buy books. And then I, cause I intend to read them and I get busy, but I eventually get get to them. I, I find good books, and I be a reader, just be a reader, and get off the social media. So anyway, this book came, and I set it aside, and I thought, oh, that's kind of an odd title, um, The Miracle That Changed the World, The 5,000-Year Leap. It said Principles of Freedom. So I don't know why they sent it to me, uh, how they got my name, whether I was a chaplain or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't make any difference. So one day I opened it up. I don't know why I opened it up and I started to read it. And I just, it just, it almost knocked me right, right off the chair. I just thought, oh my goodness, this is a gold. It's a gold mine in, in my hand. So every, every student should read this. It, it's not written just for students. It's written for human, all Americans. It's written for all Americans because in one book, in about 340, 50 pages, this thing tells the miracle of America and why things happened the way they did in America and the philosophies behind it. And it just boils all history of America into a 350-page book, and it is is red hot. The principles, it lays it out into principles. And uh, some of my friends have bought them, and they said, oh, we love that book. It, like the Founders Basic Principles, it lays out 28 basic principles that made up the founders, the founders of the Constitution, the founders of America. 
talks about the genius of natural law, virtuous and moral people, virtuous and moral leaders, the role of religion, the role of creator, all men are created equal, equal rights, not equal things, man's unalienable rights, on and on and on. Uh, The founder's sense of manifest destiny. It talks about the miracle of Philadelphia, the founder's political spectrum. Anyway, it's a fascinating book, very easy to read, very well written, very well documented, lots of quotes from all the founders. Just and and then there's all other kinds of books that it refers that you can also get on top of this book. Listen, your children, if they read this book, I'm talking about high school, college age. If you if you don't know much about America, about the history of America, about why things are the way they are, you you can read this in a week if you just focus on it, and it will blow your it'll, it'll blow your mind. You, you will be so charged and renewed about America. And you, the reason you need to read it now is because this is going America is going by the wayside. The constitution, the reason the um the liberals, the democrats in this country keep saying that the constitution is a living document, in other words, it it wasn't written for permanency, it just will change it over the years or did you remember hearing we don't even know whether Obama graduated from high school. But they they gave him some kind of degree from somewhere, and they claimed he was a constitutional attorney. Well, obviously, he has completely rejected the Constitution. Remember, he used to say, you know, he he didn't base anything on the Constitution. But I'm telling you, this will change your entire view, and it may be a, a, revel, a complete revelation for you. It's called The 5,000-Year Leap, and the subtitle, A Miracle That Changed the World, Principles of Freedom, 101 and um i'm trying to look for the the author's name the author's name he he's dead now he used to be assistant to J, oh uh j edgar hoover the fbi uh director and so the the author's name is w cleon like leon with a c on the front cleon skousen s-k-o-u-s-e-n and he uh, started the National Center for Constitutional Studies, but has been dead for many years. But I'm telling you, give this away for Christmas to people. Give it away for Christmas. Uh, it will it will bless you. So I'm going to give you that so uh, to to check out. Okay. So uh, and I'm I'm trying to give you some resources because uh, you got to start feeding yourself. Take care of your own medical. Take care of your own education. You better start looking at your food situation. Uh, I'm not quite. Com- I'm not qu- confident that our food supplies are going to re- remain steadfast, because I think the government is going to monkey with them. Particularly if if Trump is defeated, uh, I think we're going to like. Have, have you noticed? Let me ask you this. I went to a store one day and it said at the ke- checkout counter, we we we're we don't have enough change. We're short of change. So it said they started just rounding up to the next dollar and keeping all your money. Right. So then Dave Ramsey, the financial counselor said, wait a minute, wait a minute, just give them up to the closest amount. And if there's an extra 35 cents, you owe, charge that on a charge card and that'll piss them off. Right. In other words, they'll get their 35 cents on a charge card and they'll lose 3% on it because it's on a charge card. But in other words, give them as much cash as you can. But if you can't, you know, if you you owe them a little bit more, add that to the charge card. And so now, uh, anyway, th- 
when I saw that we no longer have enough change, there was no announcement by President Trump that we were not going to print any coins anymore. We're not going to make any coins anymore. But where did that come from? That came from the deep state. That came from the, the people that have an agenda to have a one world government and first to eliminate change, then eliminate cash. If they can eliminate cash, for instance, I, I pay a lot of people with cash. I've given tips with cash. You know, cash is handy, right? To just do a charge card, it, it it's helpful in a lot of ways. Charge cards are cool as long as you pay them off and stuff. But the fact is uh, cash, re- eliminating cash is eliminating your freedom because the government can monitor everything. They're monitoring you through your phone, through your computer, uh, through your charge cards. They know everything you buy. They monitor everything. They know your habits. They know what you buy, what your favorite foods are, what your favorite games are, what your favorite movies are, da 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 all this is a lie. They're, you're just fe- being fed one lie after another. You got to wear a mask. You got to stand on that X. Do you know? In fact, I just wrote an article about it. Came out today in the paper that the brainiacs in the world that aren't that that aren't prostitute scientists, that aren't prostitute doctors, that are actually true doctors, that the COVID <clears throat> particles, the little wet minuscule drops that pass from one person to another like a cold cold infection right you sneeze flies through the air that has nothing to do with six feet they just came up with that to cause you force compliance and to separate you so they can eventually track you easier they can't track you if you stand in a big crowd but if you're six feet apart they can track you very easy and they don't want people communicating. So if you're walking with a bunch of people, you, you can communicate about all kinds of things, things that are touchy that you can't say over the phone, particularly if you're dealing with a, a government that's run off the rails, right? The actual COVID particles, I can't think of a better term for that, the little droplets, the, the moist droplets that you sneeze out if you're really sick, they travel 98 feet. You with me? Now, that's the science. They say, oh, well, we're following the science. It's a damn lie. The entire thing is a lie. I'd tell it to Fauci's face. I would tell it to Dr. Lou's face. In fact, I, I, I can't say I, I can't even I couldn't say it on the radio. Certainly, I can't say it here without people running off the rails on me about what I feel about her as not personally, but just as, as a doctor in her role and the respect that we, I give a lot of respect to doctors and I get, you know, people that stayed in school cause I'm a, I'm a dropout. People stayed in school and completed degrees and things. I, I have great respect for them cause I dropped out. And, and so particularly people that, that studied for extra four years or 12 years or 10 years to be a surgeon, huge respect, but ha- to have a doctor tell people they got to stand on squares and stay in the house and not go have Thanksgiving dinner and they can't go visit their aunt, aunt nanny or they or aunt granny or, you know, somebody, they can't go into the hospital when their loved one is dying for God's sake. You got to wear a mask. All that stuff is total baloney. There's not one thing true about it. Now, 
I wanted to read you some things about hydroxychloroquine. Uh, a peer review, because I, I, I'm telling you, you can go to this, uh, this, the places I just told you about to go get it and, and get treatment. A peer-reviewed study, they measured the effectiveness of, controversial, of a controversial drug cocktail that includes hydroxychloroquine, concluded that the treatment lowered hospitalizations and mortality rates of corona patients. So anyway, it says uh, they, they studied. I'm, I'm not going to get into all the numbers. You don't care about all the numbers. I'm just telling you that they proved that it's very, very effective. And there's other anti-inflammatory drugs that have been used on little kids or anti-asthma drugs, anti-inflammatory that they use in a nebulizer that the doctor in Texas said 100% of his patients, even old people with cancer and other comorbidity issues, are, 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 they, he turns them around overnight, overnight. So I'm telling you that hydroxychloroquine is the way to go. Now, I'm going to check with my people in like I know, uh, for instance, they've been given hydroxychloroquine and Z-Pax, azithromycin plus zinc to knock the COVID out quick. And I used to buy pack after pack after pack. I'd buy dozens of packs of Z-Pax in Vietnam for two dollars a piece. I mean, they're very cheap over here. And I'm going to I'm going to as soon as I get off the show tonight, I'm going to text my friends in Vietnam and see if we can order hydroxychloroquine and just have them fed FedEx it over here. I'm not even going to go to the doctor. I'm just going to give it give it out. And if they say I'm dealing drugs, f forget about it. Who cares? So anyway, that's that. OK, so, uh, OK, I want to get into the election. Some I talked about health for a while. <clears throat> I want to read this. This is so powerful, so incredibly. Listen, people, they say, oh, well, we don't think that it's I, I think Trump's just a bad loser. No, 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 people. It, we have been punked for decades and nobody gave a rip or paid attention. Obama, I don't think, even won his election. It was stolen. That one's stolen. And. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I wanted to tell you the other newspaper that I recommend everybody get is the Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H Times. You can just uh, they'll even give you a trial subscription if you Google it, Epoch, E-P-O-C-H Times. It's just unbelievable. It's a weekly paper. It's thick. It's a lot in there. It's very interesting. There's educational articles for your children. It's for relationship. There's relationships, political articles. It's it's Christian. It's godly. It's good. I mean, it's not they don't write spiritual articles, but it's solid and you can uh, get it. They'll send it to you hard copy uh, and they'll also uh, send it to your email so you can read it online. Epoch Times. But anyway, OK, I'm going to get to this. It's the, the title is this guy wrote this. Yes, Georgia is corrupt. This is a guy from down there. He says. Common sense. The question is no longer, is Georgia corrupt? Our state government definitely is. The more accurate question would be, just how corrupt is the peach state? You might think California's peach state, Georgia, they call themselves the peach state. At this point, he says, it's anybody's guess. However, I have a personal current experience indicating that our state's corruption is very deep. A little over a week ago, I was talking on the phone with a good friend, a woman I've known for many years. We were both horrified that Georgia had voted for George Biden 
I'm sorry, Joe Biden. And we're wondering how such a thing could have happened here. Speculating, our conversation turned to the issue of voter fraud. Because my friend plays a a, a paid role, she's paid in state politics, she told me about an interesting conversation she had with a man several months earlier. He is employed by the state of Georgia, being concerned that a friend of hers would lose her reelection bid. The man in government assured her, uh, my friend, that the candidate in question would not lose. In other words, he said, I, I can guarantee it. The man added that if the candidate was in trouble on election night, he said, we will patch it. I want you to remember that term patch it with quotes around it. Patch it. P-A-T-C-H-I-T. At that time, my friend had no idea what patch it meant. But since his response seemed quite odd, almost a non sequitur, she remembered the conversation vividly. When she relayed this to me, I said, are you serious? Dead serious, my friend said. You've got to come forward with this, I said. It's an admission that a state official was involved in voter fraud. This is the smoking gun we have been looking for. She said, I'm not coming forward with anything. If I did, I might lose my job, my source of income. Then he said, I'll come forward for you anonymously. Who was it that said this? I'm not going to tell you, she said. If you don't, I countered. We could lose our nation. Well, I'm not going to tell you, Jack. She she responded uh, to me. I'm not going to. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to do this. And uh, so, she became equally hard. And and I countered. You're putting your personal interests above the good of the nation. How can you do that? How can you justify being so self-serving? There are plenty of others coming forward a fire hydrant full of them she countered they don't need me he said yes they do you have specific knowledge of who committed the voter fraud in our state she said i don't care i'm not going to risk my career over this with our conversation becoming increasingly tense and heated i added if you're not willing to come forward when your information is so crucial then we can't continue to be friends. For me, such cowardice was deeply offensive. I knew I would never be able to view her as an honorable woman again. How could I? How could I continue to be friends with such a craven uh, poltroon? He calls her a poltroon. I couldn't, and I knew I couldn't. At that point, she began to swear at me, but I didn't follow suit. Shortly thereafter, she hung up and blocked me on Facebook I didn't care. We've never spoken again, but that's not the point. What this telephone conversation revealed is the fix was set in Georgia and had been for months previous to the election. As a result, no matter what we did to support President Trump's reelection bid, we were destined to fail. No matter how many votes we mustered, Biden was patched to get a few thousand more votes than we could. He couldn't lose because powers within the state government had predetermined Biden would be the victor, turning our red state blue. I'll bet the fix is set for the runoff senatorial elections on January 5, 2021 as well. Now, when uh, Sidney Powell, the attorney, the federal federal level attorney who defended uh, 
General Flynn, I always get his rank mixed up, Michael Flynn, the, the decorator war hero. She said that people will go to jail and they had they were going to release the Kraken. And and uh, she said that uh, I have she said, I never take a case and ever say anything publicly that I can't prove in court. And she said, we have more than enough evidence that there's that countrywide corruption, major corruption, not just changing ballots. There's, they have done maybe 20 different types of corruption here, and I don't have time to get into all the details. And if you can't sort it out for yourself, if you go get the Epoch Times, you can read all about it. But but that's what's going on here. Now, I want to go on now, and I want to uh, – that's Georgia, but I want to talk about their governor and our governor in California because there's some stuff going on between – not between them – but simultaneously with them and the the country of China. China, by the way, has either owns the Dominion machines now or is a major uh, stockholder in the Dominion machines. And so uh, let's see. Uh, Okay, let me get down here. Okay, I'm almost there. Okay. So I want to, it says breaking. It says breaking. And then this article says treason. California Governor Kemp, I'm sorry, Georgia Governor Kemp and California Governor Newsom, both of the uh, Kemp is actually a Republican who Trump actually helped get elected. Uh, But he's dirty. He's corrupt. And so is his uh, secretary of state. So uh, uh, Governor Kemp and California Governor Newsom bought off by communist China in COVID supplies kickback and money laundering schemes. Now, I'm going to tell you all about that when we come back in just a minute. I got a few clips to play, and I'll be right back and tell you about this story. I want bold colors, red, white, and blue. America, I have seen, Dagan, in the last several decades, absolutely fray and decline. When I saw those guys on the boats, on their knees, I mean, that says a picture about America that I haven't seen ever before. He's woken up a group of people, Neil, that have gone ignored. Donald Trump, to me, is the last hope for America. This country has such potential. I love the country. You have to have heart. You have to take care of women's health issues. You have to take care of poor people that don't have, that they're never going to have a shot. And you have to take care of African-American youth who have never been in a worse position than they are right now. We are standing up for America and for the American people. There's a group of people in America that feel like they've been ignored. I know that for a fact. They feel like this country has let them down and the left has hijacked, and some of the right has hijacked our nation. So this is what Donald Trump answers to. It's not anger, it's love of country. And they've all, all of the media is getting it wrong. You can't let the critics and the naysayers get in the way of your dreams. Adversity makes you stronger. Don't give in, don't back down, and never stop doing what you know is right. 
Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. And the more righteous your fight, the more opposition that you will face. The people built this country, and it's the people who are making America great again. First jobs report of a full month of the Trump presidency showed the economy added 235,000 jobs in February. The unemployment rate dropped down to 4.7 percent. More jobs available than people available to fill them. Never seen that before. See that from the Atlanta Fed? They're predicting 4.8% growth for the economy. That's huge. If you've watched this program, you'll know we have a generational low for unemployment, an all-time low for African-American unemployment. That's historic. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself and for his regime. North Korea is issuing a new warning to the United States. Korea warned of a super mighty preemptive strike. Getting a good picture of everybody so we look nice and handsome and thin. Beautiful. They will work toward the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Breaking news, the U.S. economy added 304,000 jobs last month. That was way ahead of expectations, and it was despite a record-breaking government shutdown. Over the course of your life, you will find that things are not always fair. You will find that things happen to you that you do not deserve and that are not always warranted. But you have to fight, fight, fight. We are all Americans, and we are all united by one shared destiny. So I'm asking everyone to join this incredible I'm asking you to dream big again. Dream bold, big and bold. Dream big and bold and daring. President Trump has ordered the Pentagon to pull all U.S. troops out of Syria. We can make our community safer, our families stronger, our culture richer, our faith deeper, and our middle class bigger and more prosperous than ever before. Alarmed by the new calls to adopt socialism in our country. America was founded on liberty and independence and not government coercion, domination, and control. We are born free, and we will stay free. America will never be a socialist country, but we must reject the politics of revenge, resistance, and retribution, and embrace the boundless potential. We must choose between greatness or gridlock, results or resistance, vision or vengeance, incredible progress or pointless destruction. Tonight, I ask you to choose greatness. I am asking all citizens to embrace this renewal of the American spirit. Seize this moment. Believe in yourselves. Believe in your future. And believe once more in America. 
I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. The forgotten man and the forgotten woman. You're not forgotten anymore. We don't need no thought control. So let me tell you about this. You remember, if you're a Californian, how all of a sudden the uh, many people in the uh, legislature, which has basically been shut down by the governor, they're, they're, uh, they're getting paid, but they're not doing anything, just like the teachers. And um, so uh, Newsom sent, uh, I think, a half million dollars. I'll tell you about it in a second. But he purchased a billion uh, not a half million, but a half billion, billion dollars worth of masks. And he paid an atrocious amount of money for them compared to what's been purchased even in the United States. So instead of buying them in the United States, which they were manufacturing masks in the United States, he bought them from China. Interestingly enough, why? Why would he do that? So, uh, you know, it's interesting that that the driver, you know, the chauffeur for Diane Feinstein for 20 years has been a Chinese spy. Did you know that? A Chinese spy driving one of the 100 senators, most powerful people in the United States, one of the 100 senators, one of the top uh, senators in the United States, right, with seniority, top seniority senators, for 20 years, and she didn't know about it? By the way, the Feinstein and her husband are very close friends with the president of China. When he, at one time, was... We used to smuggle Bibles into Shanghai. He was the he was the mayor of Shanghai before he moved on up and became the premier or the president of China. It says in July of this year, news Natural News reported how California Governor Newsom was caught wiring, caught wiring. He just decided to send a half billion dollars. He didn't get permission from the legislature. They're supposed to the assembly of the legislature in California is the one who determines whether and gets bids and makes those purchasing decisions. Newsom just did it on his own with our money. 
He was caught wiring half a billion dollars to communist China as part of a massive face mask money laundering scheme. Back in April, over the, the even the mainstream media was questioning what, what Newsom was up to when it was revealed that he had wired half a billion dollars to an ele- electric car company in China to supposedly purchase N95 masks, which are totally worthless. They don't even stop dust decently. And they were the NAS the masks were uh for the for the coronavirus. So the decision was never voted on or approved by the legislature, as I just mentioned. And when pressed about the details or the deal, Newsom refused to disclose them, which you know, we know this. We watched it in the news. Keep in mind that this half a billion dollars was just the first of two installment payments amounting amounting to a billion. Uh, being sent to China to supposedly purchase face masks for Californians. Face masks that never actually arrived, by the way. In fact, when they first sent the samples, the the government uh, regulatory board say, said these are so crappy, these masks, they don't even qualify. We, don't, we won't even accept the, the – uh, they don't pass the standard here. As of this writing, the Chinese electric car company in question called BYD still has the money and has yet to send over a single face mask. They did send some samples, but they were rejected. Now bombshell information is emerging that indicates Governor, a Georgia Governor Kemp may be involved in exactly the same scheme. The state officials sent huge amounts of money to China under the cover of buying COVID supplies. Then China launders the money into financial kickbacks for the governor's family members or business entities. This is exactly what is now being alleged by attorney Lynn Wood. That's two words. First name Lynn, L-I-N, Wood. And it describes a shocking pattern of communist Chinese infiltration and corruption of U.S. governors. Now, uh, there's a Chinese company in the in the united states that actually brokered this deal and made all kinds of money off this deal from newsom never was voted on by the assembly he just did it solo he just took somebody else's money and did it uh linwood says i believe that brian kemp is corrupt now listen to this linwood uh he says i believe brian kemp is corrupt And I think he was corrupted with Chinese money. And I don't think he wants this election overthrown and really, uh, in other words, this election fraud overthrown and and the real results posted because then Brian Kemp is going to be facing a Trump administration, attorney general, and Brian Kemp would find himself in jail. Now, that's pretty powerful words, right? It's that simple, he said. He sold himself out. Now he's trying to hide to try to get this election validated, even though it's illegal, because if it's in because uh, it could be invalidated. Brian Kemp and a lot of other Georgia people are in trouble, including the secretary of state. Uh, Kemp goes goes on to say, I'm a defamation lawyer. So that's how I make it. In other words, defamation is when somebody's character is slandered or libeled and you sue them like what happened to the, uh, the young boy Sandman who was libeled by CNN and those people slandered. And Lynn Wood is a specialist in that. And he got the, I, somebody told me the kid got a hundred million dollars. I, I don't know how much he got. He won big time. 
So Linwood said, I'm a, de- I'm a def- defamation lawyer. I have stated publicly that Brian Kemp and Secretary of State Raffensperger are corrupt, and they took money from the Chinese government on the COVID deal and on the Dominion voting deal. Now, that's a whole deal. They took kickbacks on the machines that are now owned by China, That the company that's owned by China. He says, I bet you anything, Brian Kemp won't sue me for defamation. This is Lynn Wood, the famous attorney that is, a, is, is a, talked about in the Clint Eastwood movie called Richard Jewell because he defended the guy that was accused, falsely accused and framed by the FBI that he, he, he planted the bomb at the Atlanta Olympics. But Richard Jewell was framed, and he's the guy that found the bomb and disclosed it, but they blamed it on him, and later they found out who did it. But, uh, uh, and now Richard Jewell has, has died, uh, but Lynn Wood is the one that won that case. Now, he also won the Sandman case, but that's his, his, his uh, meat and potatoes, as they say, as an attorney, is defamation. So he says, I bet you anything, Brian Kemp, who's the governor of Georgia, won't sue me for defamation. Because he knows if he did, he's going to go into court and I have the right to discovery and I could prove that he did it and that it's true. Now, uh, this article goes on. Now, this I'm telling you that the corruption. I I would like to say this, that. uh, You know, when something really bad happens to you, you can go into shock and that's God's way of allowing your body to just dose itself with the overwhelming grief of something bad happening. I think if the average American who's just a good person trying to keep their kids out of trouble and raise them and keep them healthy and pay their bills and be kind to people, get along with the neighbors, if they knew the depth of corruption, they may just give up. I I, I think the depth of corruption in this country is, is through every agency, every department, uh, there are dirty people everywhere. I used to say, well, it's just the top people in the FBI. People say, oh, it's just the top people. No, 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 no. There's a, I, I'm telling you, CIA, they just had a shootout between Special Forces U.S. and CIA U.S. They shot each other, and a bunch of people got killed in Germany over these voting machines at Frankfurt, Germany. Maybe you didn't hear that. Just because you don't know something doesn't mean it's not true. Now, it says other independent media sources are also reporting that the Trump administration by the NSA has proof of financial transactions that show Kemp and Raffensperger taking bribe money from communist China. Trump was waiting for Kemp and Raffensperger to complete the crime of certifying Georgia's voting results before moving against them for criminal fraud and corruption. We are now hearing that communist China ran a web of financial kickbacks and bribes to multiple governors, which includes Gavin Newsom and state officials across America, including California, Georgia, and many other states to follow. In every case, in every case, governors and state officials transferred huge sums of money to China front companies for COVID supplies that were either never delivered or delivered as low cost Low quality. Remember, I told you that the, the the department in our California government that looks over the products that that we get, like if we're gonna if we're gonna use a mask, a health mask, it's got to be certain qualities, right? 
or breathing apparatus for firefighters, etc. There's standards for all that. And so the ones they sent over were would not be accepted to the, the California regulations. So this is what this said. The products were either never delivered or delivered as low cost, low quality items, nowhere near the stated value. Now he paid, you should be able to get those masks for like a dollar a piece. I think, I think even governor Cuomo in New York got them for around dollar, bought 3M mask, 3M national. I think Gavin Newsom paid around $3 and something for them. So it says a portion of the extra funds was paid back to family members and specially structured business entities connected to the state officials, giving them control over the illicit funds. We fully expect Oregon governor Kate Brown to soon be implicated in the same criminal corruption uh, cases. New York Governor Cuomo is likely as well, who who uh, may be also involved. The story is developing, and more information will be emerging. So uh, that is that. And uh, let's see what do I also want to say about. I'm just trying to tie a bunch of these same topics together. Um, before I go on any farther, since I haven't, I, I need to adjust my uh, computer to get to the right spot. I want to go back up here and uh, just say, listen. I had a guy, we had a small demonstration today and I had a guy, you know, sometimes you get together with people. I, I lack patience. I, I just at almost a hundred, I'm about done. I about spilled out all my patience. Uh, but this guy said in this group, you know, Oh, the, the recall governor, it's not going to do anything. There's so much wrong that there's not, you know, no, it's not worth it. It's no big deal. Listen, people. Uh, and this is where if you're if you're not a God person, uh, you, you may just you may just be operating with human faculties and just think, hey, this is too much. It doesn't matter whether we replace Governor Newsom with Governor Jones or Governor Smith or Governor Adams or Governor Black. It doesn't matter. It's just to, so screwed up. Listen, you never know what's going on. What you need to do. You know, I've been watching some military films lately about, uh, you know, uh, George Patton and 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 the the difficulties that were faced by in World War Two. And, and and during the Revolutionary War, it got very difficult, very dire. If you had that attitude, oh, we lost over there. We might as well just give up. Listen, we need to just kick rear. It, if you if you drop dead, kick and rear. At least you dropped dead, kick and rear instead of being some pussy. So so the idea is we need to take down what we need to take down. We need to run out of office every person that's a dirty dog, right? And so uh, this recall has got to go through. We got a lot of work to do. We only have till mid-March. And listen, I, and I, I have good friends that are pussies. I, I hate to say it, but uh, they're just, they're ridiculous. They, they are just, they deserve to be put in camps uh, because they're going to conform to all this stuff and they're just going to go easily on a freight car. They're going to put them on a, a bus or somewhere, and they're going to move them to a camp, take over their property. They're going to eat their lunch and pop the sack right on their forehead. And because they're just pussies, they, they don't have any backbone. Uh, they just they gave up their backbone a lot years ago. And so but I, it's if you cannot if you cannot sign the recall, you're you're totally screwed. You are screwed. You may as well just spend all your money, go to this casino, shoot heroin, uh, drink yourself into a, a stupor. Uh, shoot yourself in the head. Just get it over. If you don't have enough backbone to put your signature to recall a criminal, this guy isn't just a liberal. Oh well, he just a you know he just doesn't understand. He just no, he's a criminal. 
He's a criminal. He's the type of guy that will screw your wife while eating a steak at your house. That's the type of guy Newsom is. You think, oh, well, Lou, you're just exact. No, no. He actually had his best friend was his campaign manager, and he was screwing his wife while he was golfing, you know, go golfing with him, and then was screwing his wife on the side. That's this guy. This is Newsom. This guy's a thief. He's a cheat. He's a nutcase. He's a total nutcase, Newsom. We need to recall him. If you can't get enough gumption to get off your butt, sign sign this, you deserve to go to a camp. You deserve to have somebody jam a needle up your rear and give you the vaccine. It, you, don't, you don't deserve to be an American. You don't deserve to be a part of this country. You should go join Venezuela and go down there and barbecue dogs and for food because there ain't no food down there, right? So, but for those who want to actually, if maybe somebody's going to turn over a new leaf and do something around here, uh, you can uh, you can go to a recall Gavin twenty twenty dot com. You with me? Recall Gavin twenty twenty dot com, and you can download, print off, just print off. A, you don't have to download. You can just print the petition off. If you can't do it there, put it on a stick and go over it and print it off at, at the office supply place. If you can't do that, you can. if you're in Yuba Sutter, you can actually, if you could go on the website, Recall Gavin 2020, you can find your county on there and go to your county Facebook site and find out where they have the petitions and sign up there. You can take petitions and get four or five of your neighbors to sign. Get all your family to sign. Any of your kids that are 18 and above, register them to vote, sign. Recall Gavin2020.com. Listen, we need a couple million votes. We have 39 to 40 million people. Not all are adults, I know. Not all are registered to vote, I know. Uh, but there's a ton of people registered to vote. Somebody, one of my friends said today, it, this ought to be able to easy. It should be easy, right? I can't explain why people are so screwed up. I just, you know, I meet people that are stupid. I said, sometimes you can't fix stupid. They're just stupid. They're going to, they started out stupid. They're going to wrap up stupid. Uh, that's the way it's going to be. They graduated stupid. They, you know, in the school system, they just promote you stupid. And so, uh, but if, if you're in the Yuba Sutter area and you just want to go sign and you don't want to download anything, you don't have the ability to do that. You don't have a, you don't have a computer, you know, you don't have, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, right? Then my recommendation, and I don't even see that I got it here. I, uh, so I'm missing something. I lost something. I'm going to have to pull up something here. Um, shoot. Let's see. Some of my stuff's missing off my, my uh, screen here, so I'm going to have to pull it up from my another deal here it's coming up okay so go you can go to elite universal security at 5548 feather river boulevard that's out just south of marysville 5548 feather river boulevard you can go down seven days a week it's it's a security firm they're always open 24 hours a day you can sign up there uh, and you can, you can, or you can get petitions there and you can sign them up, sign people up in your neighborhood and mail them in, just mail them. You can mail them yourself. You're good. Uh, if you want to call, if you need a job, you can call the Monty Hecker is a supporter of it. I'm here because of some guys that support me 
to help me be on the podcast. So Elite Universal Security, you can sign up there. Monty Hecker is a big supporter of, of recalling the governor. And um, so you can also get a job there. If you need work, you can get a job there. He will train you if you're not from Yuba Sutter counties, but you're from Butte County, Shasta County, uh, Calusa County. He's working all over Northern California. And you can work somewhere else, but you can get trained or you can get hired through him. You can call him at 530-749-0280, 530-749-0280. You can also get your concealed weapons uh, renewals and permits there. Uh, he will train you on how to use pepper spray, uh, all kinds of things. So he will train you on all, all the guard, uh, the training, and get the certificates and all the good stuff, okay? So we just got a minute or so left. I'm going to pitch my friend Dave Greenitz. I told you that Dave told me a while back that he had five kitchens and baths to do before Thanksgiving, and then I saw a picture of one of the amazing trans, uh, transformations of a kitchen on his Facebook page, and I was laughing with him because I said, well, that's two. But I thought you had to do finish five. He said, no, we got them all done. We got them all done. I just talked to him the other day. Somebody threw a chair through my window, and he came over and fixed it. And he said, no, we got them all done, all five of them. So anyway, he if you want to get an amazing kitchen and bath remodel, he said, uh, Lou, tell people that uh, I'm, I, I'm backed up till January, not to, not to remodel, but to give them, give them a quote on their uh, kitchen and bath. So, uh, of course, we're, we're only 30 days. So we're only a little over 30 days from, from uh, January. So he said, in January, I'll be able to take on more jobs and, and look at them and give them a quote and help them design their kitchens and baths. So I'm telling you, go to his website, Greenitz Construction, green with E-T-Z on the end, greenitzconstruction.com, or Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook page, Dave Greenitz Construction. You can check out, I'm telling you, just don't take my word for it. Go check it out. Go check the photos out of the before and afters of all these amazing projects that these guys, it's not just him, but uh, his subcontractor is my friend Greg Davies, a great painter, and he and his son are just doing great work. There's it, All the subs are top-notch people, and it, they do some beautiful work. It's really, uh, I, I love construction. I, I, I'm not a contractor. I'm not a builder, uh, but I love to see great, excellent work, craftsmanship. It's awesome. So uh, check out Dave Greenitz, and you could dial him up if you want, 530-682-9602. If somebody answers the phone, you're going to get him. You're, gonna, you're not going to get some secretary or some other person. You're going to get Dave on the phone, or he'll call you right back. He's on it. And uh, all right, and so I'll I'll talk about the rest. We're we're done with four segments here, so I'm going to take a break and we'll play a couple of clips for you, and we'll be right back. We all see what you're trying to pull. Don't think we can't see through that bull, and we ain't gonna take it and let it slide. Cause 41 and 42 didn't do And 43 wasn't none to see 44 we don't say no more Sold our country out the back door Thank God for a 45 
Just can't stop the power of a 45. Well, he's been fighting all by himself, left his comfort and his will to make America great again. I'm not gonna just sit on by Not gonna let another day go by Without supporting him Cause 41 and 42 didn't do 43 wasn't nothing to see And 44 we don't say no more Sold our country out the back door Thank God for a 45 You just can't stop the power of a 45 41 and 42 Uh, Michelle Gallardo from ABC7 wants to know, earlier this week, the state reported the death of a teenager in Cook County. Are you familiar with this case? If so, is this the state's first teenage death? And can you tell us if the teenager in question had underlying conditions? I don't have that information at my uh, disposal at this time. I know um, we have had people uh, of all age groups Die. I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So the case definition is, is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if... Um, Technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. For Dr. Zike, uh, how many have died from COVID-19 that do not have any other underlying health condition? So nationally, uh, the numbers are vanishingly small uh, in, in less than 10%. I think I saw something like 6%, and that might have been a global number. So uh, in, in the general statistics, uh, Illinois has been similar to what the you know, aggregate larger numbers have. So I would say that it's going to be definitely under 10%, maybe even in the single digits. Thank you. I'm on my way to go meet Tamra Peter, and I hope he like my hair because I have dyed it with some cola. 
And I'm thinking that this is a little less ghetto. It's dramatic, but less ghetto because I need to get him back from some little trick named Rachel that he called himself sin, but I am his woman, so what error? What error? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna meet him at the perk. I got on my little exercise clothes, my little exercise clothes, but you know, I really got them like, my breasts is all pushed up, you know, to distract him. I'm trying to distract him, see? Mm-hmm, cute, mm-hmm. Got him pushed all up. He can't resist this. <laughs> he can't resist this. He trying to resist this, but I like go hopping. Uh-uh, we got what? Almost a whole good year in. <sighs> so if I have to be less ghetto, then that's it. Ooh, I gotta put on some lipstick because these crusty crusts, these crusty crust lips I got. Oh, I can't find my look. My little, my little lip. My little lip balm. My little lip balm. Here you go. Mm-mm. He think it's over. Ah! Oh. It ain't up. It ain't over. Uh-uh. Uh, stay on your side! Don't try to hit me! See, I'm trying to put on my lipstick. Oh, I can't stand people who don't, are not considered it. You are not considered it at all. Shoot! Oh, 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 I gotta go. Oh, no, I'm okay. Okay, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Ooh, okay, calm it down, calm it down, calm it down. Calm it down, okay. I'm on my way to meet Peter at the park. Well, he don't know I'm gonna be there. He's always at the park. So I hope he like my new look. I'ma tell him I've been taking like yoga or Pilates. Make me sound more white, more educated. Got my little exercise clothes on. Make sure uh, that look good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That is it. All right. This is Tracy with my new Kool-Aid hair. That is cute. That is cute. Who need to wash it? Shoot. See, when you can't scratch, you just have to pack because you don't really want to mess your hair up. Alright. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. No more government overreach. No more fascist bullies. Disturbing our peace. No more taking of our freedom. And our God-given rights. Pretending it's for our safety When it's really too enslaved Who's running our country? Who's running our world? Examine it closely And watch it unfurl No more No more threats No more Imperial College Santa's making up crooked facts No more lockdown No more pulling the wool over our eyes No more celebrities telling us Telling us what we're supposed to feel no more status quo. All right, welcome back 
I want to tell you about one other friend of mine that helps me on this show, and that's Ted Holmes with the Plumbing Doctor in Yuba Sutter Counties. And, uh, you know, everybody knows what plumbers do, and uh, they are indispensable in our society. And so I use them all the time, and they keep everything flowing straight over here, keep all the drips down, and uh, keep the water flowing in the right direction. So you can reach them at 530-671-9111, and they'll, they'll come night or day, any day of the week, to your house. 530-671-9111, the plumbing doctor is their name. So Ted Holmes, a good friend of mine. He's We've traveled all over the world together, and I've sometimes coordinated the projects. He went and did them, missions projects, helping the poor, building orphanages, all kinds of cool stuff been over to Africa, all kinds of continents, South America, Africa, Papua New Guinea, all, all kinds of places, Europe, uh, doing cool stuff. Uh, so anyway, uh, those are some good people. They're all good people, good, good uh, uh, business people, honest people, and uh, they help me here. So I wanted to talk to you about some of you may be seeing Republicans, quote unquote. I put quotes around it because uh, they're uh, sheep in wolves' clothing, or a, yeah, a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's late at night here. I need to take some medical math here. So uh, they are. Uh, there are many people that are Republicans that hated Trump from the beginning. They never won. Paul Ryan. Remember pussy Paul Ryan? Uh, there are all kinds of people. Mitt Romney. There's all kinds of people. The Bushes. The Bushes are dirty. Do you know that? It's sad to say that. George, George and all of them, uh, they're dirty. And uh, they came across like they're good Christian people and all that. They are not. Uh, so you really have to watch out. So you have all these people that say, hey, just concede, be a good, be a good loser, Da, 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 da. The fact is that Trump didn't lose. He didn't even lose. Um, he It wasn't even close. This was a landslide win for President Trump, whether you like it or not, whether you're for him or against him. And the fact is it was stolen, and it was stolen in a variety of ways. And I'm going to read you the testimony of a USPS driver. That's United States Postal Service. That's United, not United Parcel Service. In fact, I just read today where they're not even supposed to haul ballots, United Parcel, UPS. But USPS does. It says USPS driver says trailer with thousands of ballots disappeared. His trailer disappeared. His, his tractor trailer disappeared. The trailer part. Okay. So this is, so, uh, uh, the attorneys filing all these cases around the country have people like this testifying. People, they actually have video in Georgia of poll workers filling out ballots, blank ballots, and, and putting Biden on them. In other words, filling out hundreds of them. Instead of like processing the ballots that somebody else made, and putting them in certain stacks or whatever, or making sure they were read properly, they are filling out blank ballots and voting repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly all night. They have them on video. Now, this guy named Jesse Morgan, who drives for USPS, he's a subcontractor. So I have a friend, Rick Griffin, 
And uh, he is a USPS subcontractor. He lives in Yuba City. And he, he, has a, he, has a, he drives in the United I mean, continental United States, and he also drives in Hawaii. But he has all kinds of drivers, and they move mail. He's a subcontractor. So Jesse Morgan is a USPS subcontractor, detailed. He, he said he discussed the irregularities he witnessed while drive, delivering ballots on his routine route in Pennsylvania and New York, claiming that his trailer full. He had a big trailer, 52-foot trailer, full of thousands of ballots, and they went missing. He detailed the now they didn't just go missing. Listen to this. He detailed the allegations uh, Tuesday at a press conference hosted by uh, the Amistad Project of the Thomas More Society. That's a uh, civil liberties society. Morgan said during the press conference that he has everything to lose and nothing to gain from speaking out. Just like the Georgia woman said, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose my job. That's why people put masks on and hand out masks and they don't even believe in them because their kids got to go to the doctor. The kids got to have clothes. The kids had to have food and they don't, they have to pay a, a mortgage payment. They got to pay a car payment. People are afraid to death to stand up, right? But somebody has to stand up sometime and throw down on these dudes. I'm going to be there, but, but I don't, I don't have as, as much to lose as the average person. Morgan <clears throat> said, he has everything to lose and nothing to gain from speaking out, ex- explained, his, explained that his normal route, transporting mail from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, to Bethpage, New York, to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and then back over to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He, wrote a, he, di- he did a route every day. On October 21, when I arrived from my usual route to Bethpage, New York, an expediter, that's a freight forwarder, made three references to ballots that were to be loaded into my trailer, including saying, he said this, hey, you've got a ballot today, and you've got ballots today. And even showing me a piece of registered mail and saying somebody really wanted their ballots to count. And uh, so they were joking about this truckload, not just a mail, but ballots. Morgan said he saw 24 Gaylord boxes, those are just big bins, I think, or large cardboard containers of ballots loaded into his trailer. Many of the ballots were destined for Harrisburg, but he said he was not allowed. Now listen to this. They were destined for Harrisburg to be counted, but they were not allowed to offload once arriving at the destination, which was unusual. He said he waited for hours at Harrisburg. All of this was really weird. I arrived at about the same time every single day. The expediter scans all my seals and barcodes and they unload me. But from the time I first arrived, everything got really weird, he said, explaining that he waited for hours before speaking to a transportation supervisor who he had never spoken to before in his 16 months working there. This was also weird, he said. The supervisor, according to Morgan, told him to drive to Lancaster without being unloaded in Harrisburg, which he said struck him as completely odd. This made no sense to me. I knew the ballots were loaded for Harrisburg and that if I was to go to Lancaster, they would have to offload off. They'd have to take off those pallets in Lancaster to take off Lancaster stuff to put the ballots back on the trailer to go back to Harrisburg. This was a real screw up in my thinking, he said, adding that the supervisor refused to give him a ticket. 
In other words, a pass to go on. When he arrived in Lancaster, Morgan said he unhooked his trailer in the normal place and drove the truck to its usual spot in the nearby parking lot so he could go home and rest. The next day, it just got really weird, he said. As I arrived at Lancaster, back to go to work at Lancaster's United States Postal Service facility, my trailer had disappeared. In other words, the trailer that he was supposed to hook back up and take to the next location had just totally disappeared. What happened on October 21 was a series of unusual events that cannot be a coincidence. I know I saw ballots with return addresses filled out, thousands of them, thousands loaded onto my trailer in New York and headed to Pennsylvania, he said. At first, I didn't think it was a big deal. In fact, I thought it was really awesome. I really did. I was like, sweet, I'm doing something for the presidential race. This is cool. I'm, ha- I'm hauling the ballots. But as things became weirder, I got to thinking and wondering why I was driving complete ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. I didn't know why, so I decided to speak up. And that's why I'm here talking to you today. Now, these stories like this, we're not talking about 15 ballots or 1,500 ballots. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of ballots. Now, um, I want to, do I have this? Yeah, I do. Come on, baby. Here we go. I got, so check this out. This is, this is just totally amazing. Now, Trump, when he spoke the other night, showed this on graphs. The title is Pennsylvania bombshell. Biden, 99.4% versus Trump, 0.6%. Stunning testimony that the media has dutifully ignored. There are landslides and then there are landslides. There are lopsided votes and then there are lopsided votes. There are egregious examples of voter manipulation Vote manipulation, then there are really egregious examples of vote manipulation. What surfaced during hearings in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So we're talking about Michigan. We're talking about Pennsylvania. We're talking about Nevada. Huge, 40,000 votes. People voted twice, 40,000. We're talking about Georgia, a complete collapse of the system in Georgia. So Pennsylvania... In Gettysburg, on November 25, may set the standard for electoral outrageousness. An expert testifying to the Pennsylvania Senate flagged a batch of ballots that recorded some 570,000 votes for Joe Biden. In other words, there was a whole pile of ballots, right? There was uh, between 570 and 580,000 ballots total. And in all those 500 and there was 573,200 ballots, right? 570,000 of the 573,200 went to Biden and only 3,200 went to Trump. Yes, you read it correctly, the article said. That would equate to Joe Biden bagging 99.4% of that enormous chunk of votes. That one batch alone would have flipped the entire state of Pennsylvania to Joe Biden. Now, if you think, oh, this is just Trump having a bad attitude, I'm telling you people, this thing is dirty from the core. In fact, it 
Do you find it not interesting that nobody's talking about California who used Dominion machines? You think, well, California just so blue, nobody, you know, there's no chance of winning here. How do you know? Do you know that down in Orange County, there's like, they flipped four seats red down there in Orange County? Some of these races, Trump lost the president vote, but all the rest of the people that were conservative won. Don't you think that's odd? This particular gym, this corruption was provided by uh, the information on this corruption provided by retired colonel. See, this uh, this this isn't some guy smoking weed in an alley that that saw these ballots. This is retired Colonel Phil Waldron, a former combat officer with a background in Army information, electronic warfare. Come on, baby. This guy wasn't a grunt private scrambling around the dirt this guy is an army information electronic warfare retired colonel waldron who testified along with rudy giuliani's team brought to the hearing his considerable expertise in analysis of electronic data fraud after waldron's pres- presented his material the chair opened the floor for questions rudy giuliani went first asking waldron to clarify what the uh, analytics team means when they talk about spike anomalies spikes now if you watch trump's speech he showed graphs that had massive spikes where like hundreds of thousands of votes showed up at three in the morning it's totally crazy folks these are total fraud. These, as Walden defines them, are events where a numerical amount of votes are processed in a time period that is not feasible or mechanically possible under normal circumstances. In other words, they just changed the numbers. They did not run the they did not run paper through those machines. Waldron showed a chart with a shocking example of an apparent massive dump of votes for Joe Biden. Giuliani pressed Walden for clarification. Da 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 da. At the very beginning of the chart, where there's a circle that says on Election Day, what, what that indicates is there's a spike in loaded votes. 330,000 plus or minus some votes that were added in there in one big batch. So that, that was an anomaly. Anyway, Giuliani says, and that's a total of, I'm, I'm going to jump down here, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to read what they said. Giuliani says in the hearing, and that's a total of 604,000 votes in 90 minutes, right? Walden said, correct. This is, uh, show, the chart, chart shows 337,000 votes in that period of time. Giuliani says, and when you look into this entire curve with all the spikes, can you calculate how much of a vote that accounted for Biden and how much for Trump? Walden said, close to 600,000. I think that figures out to about 500 and some odd thousand uh, of all those spikes represent over time. Anyway, he says, who did that? Who get, who got those 500,000 votes? Giuliani says, Biden. Walden says, correct, Biden. Giuliani says, how much for Trump? I think there was just 3,200 votes. <laughs> did you remember all those rallies in Pennsylvania? For goodness sakes, they couldn't even put all the hundreds or hundreds of people, thousands of people. And you see the rally for Biden, 25, 30 people. This thing was, the fix was in. He didn't need to campaign. They knew they were going to jack these votes up. That's roughly 570,000 votes for Biden and uh, 3,200 for Trump. Biden scooped up the enormous batch with 99.4%. Incredible, impossible, scandalous. 
When Walden said this, the audience in the room gasped in shock. I'm talking about a hearing in the Pennsylvania government, uh, the halls of government in Pennsylvania. When Walden said that, the audience in the room gasped in shock. To watch the exchange in the entire hearing, uh, anyway, you can go watch it probably on uh, YouTube or something. Anyhow, uh, I'm telling you, people, uh, so check this out. For the record, likewise, egregious voting spikes have been reported in Michigan, Georgia, Wisconsin. One analysis has targeted these four incidents of voter updates. An update in, in Michigan at 631 Eastern Standard Time on November 4th showed 141,258 votes for Biden and 5,968 for Trump. Are you kidding me? An update in Wisconsin listed uh, on November 4th shows 143,378. These numbers are almost exact, folks, for Biden and 25,163 for Trump. A vote in Georgia, 136,155. These are dumps. These are like a change. You couldn't even push the vote. You, you can't physically put those things through the this machine that fast folks all of a sudden 136 155 votes for joe biden and 29 115 for trump an update in michigan at 350 in the morning the the vote in uh where was this one uh georgia 134 in the morning these were all in the 631 in the morning 342 350 134 so Michigan, 54,497. What they did is they stopped the voting. They said, look out, we need, we need to come up with this many votes. They calculated how far they were behind, and they adjusted the numbers. It's very simple. He says, likewise, these incidents could have flipped with representatives, representative state, uh, flipped the respective state into Biden's win column. I could go on and on, he said. Uh, Russell Ramsland of Allied Security Systems detailing the numerous instances of physical improbabilities in the voting tabulation. Listen, if if some honest judges, let me give you an example. Somebody just used this the other day. I thought it was a great example. And now I can't remember his name. You know the famous uh, bicyclist, you know, the long haul bicyclist? who used to, the American that used to win all the bicycle races. I can't remember his name. And then they tested him for doping. And they finally caught him and he was doping, right? What did they do to all those races? Did, they, did he keep the trophies? Did he keep the money? He didn't. They, they disqualified him, right? What should happen... And what people are claiming is going to happen is they're going to disqualify this election. And Trump is going to stay in for four more years because you're not you're not quibbling over 100 votes. You're not quibbling over a bad signature. You're not quibbling over a hanging chad. We're talking about this has got so sophisticated. And as you've heard on this show today, you've heard that. Michelle Malkin says that in other countries of the world, they have done the same thing. And they've done, they just simply go in, 
because the machines are very easily accessible and changeable to people that know what they're doing. They just simply uh, add, they just add a bunch of numbers, right? It's kind of like my, my dad used to be in the meat business. He was a butcher and he showed me that on a scale, how, when you would weigh the meat out for the lady, you, if you weighed it and she's looking at the other side of the scale at the numbers and you just add your thumb to it, you can boost the, uh, the weight up without adding any meat. You just put your thumb on the scale. This is putting your thumb on the scale 2020 version, right? So in other words, a lady wants a pound of hamburger. You press the thing down to a pound, but you only gave her three quarters of a pound, right? So all of a sudden the price of meat went up by 25%. She doesn't know it. She thinks she got a pound. You charged her for a pound, but you only gave her three quarters of a pound. But the scale read a pound because you put your thumb on the finger. You put your th- your thumb, their finger, you put your thumb on the scale. So this is exactly what's happened to voters. They just went in. People that understood this, they could just change it. And that's what happened. We'll be right back for our uh, final uh, go around here. Okay. That's false. I did not cheat on you. I found a video on your phone of you having sex with another woman. No, you didn't. The video's right here. No, I fact-checked it, so that video is not right there. So cold and gloomy out today. That's misinformation. It's actually warm and sunny out today. Trust me, I'm independent. Mm. Oh, I thought you said you were going to the gym. That's true. I am at the gym. You are ugly and fat. How dare you? You can't just call me ugly and fat. I didn't call you ugly and fat. Trump actually had some decent policies. False, false, false! That is incorrect! I kind of like Biden. True, that is very true. But are we still not talking about Hunter Biden's laptop and all the things? False! That is Russian misinformation. False. For real? (laughs) That's funny. False. It is not funny, it's misinformation. These lockdown policies are so draconian. COVID has a 99.9% survival rate. Incorrect. Factually speaking, everyone's already died of COVID. It is very deadly. I just don't trust our leaders anymore. Incorrect, you do. The social media giants are censoring speech and I don't think that's okay. No, stop. You are not allowed to say that. That is false information. Are you ever gonna do the dishes? I already did. No, you didn't. They're sitting right there, all dirty. That's false information. I fact-checked it. No, they're right there. Listen, I fact-checked it. So what you're seeing in front of you isn't there. Trust me, I'm a fact-checker. 2,506 felons voted illegally in Georgia. 66,248 underage and therefore ineligible people to illegally register to vote before their 17th birthday when the law requires 17 and a half years old. At least 2,423 individuals to vote who were not listed as registered. 1,043 individuals to cast ballots 
<clears throat> who had illegally registered to vote using a post office box. 4,926 individuals voted in Georgia who had registered to vote after their Georgia re voter registration date, thereby canceling their Georgia voter registration. 10,315 or more individuals to vote who are deceased by the time of the election. 395 individuals to vote in Georgia who had cast ballots in another state which is illegal in both states. 15,700 individuals to vote in Georgia who had filed a national change of address with the United States Postal Service prior to November 3rd, 2020. 40,279 individuals to vote who had moved across county lines at least 30 days prior to election day and who had failed to properly re-register to vote in their new county after moving, also in violation of Georgia law. You know what I like about KFC? In the little, in the little utensil packets, they have salt. You need that. <laughs> who, who has KFC and goes, this needs salt? <laughs> Usually after the second bite, my hand starts to swell. By the third bite, I look like a ballpark Frank. In the trees, know something we can see. Cause they know we were born to be free. Don't need the government cramping my style. Give them an inch, they take a mile. Take you in with a phony smile. Wouldn't you agree? The new normal is not normal. It's no kind of normal at all. Everyone seems to have amnesia. Just trying to remember the Berlin Wall. Some kind of new old ideology. All right. We're into our last segment. Uh, I mentioned this. I try to mention it each time, but <clears throat> sometimes I forget. But we're finishing up since we're now in December, and we've been uh, raising some money for Trauma Intervention Program, which is a nonprofit that we go out on 911 calls here. And uh, you've already heard me mention it many times because I'm very involved in it. In fact, before I came on the uh, Sort of the podcast tonight, it was we have people out today. We had a fatality fire yesterday, and then we had another call today. Then we had a we have a family that's getting evicted, and they don't have any, they got their power cut off and bad situation. We're trying to help them tonight. So we do that all for free. We're out on 911 calls every day, sometimes twice, three times a day, and uh, really in people's worst nightmare. And, uh, suicide car crashes uh, industrial accidents heart attacks all kinds of death and uh or hostage situ situations or drownings every every bad thing that can happen to a human being so uh <clears throat> the interesting thing about the trauma intervention chapter we have here in yuba sutter counties is that no one is paid it's all volunteers it's, all the volunteers are around the country do that they do it for free but they usually the directors and they have a staff that is paid 
here we're all volunteer and we also don't have any rent we don't pay any rent we don't own any buildings we don't have any utilities we all the money goes into serving the public and all our services are free and then training our volunteers and training emergency responders so we're coming to the end of the year just in a few days will be our tax year will end and so if you if you have a tendency to give to charitable organizations and you want to give to one that's lean and mean i try to give to i give to a variety of charitable organizations and whether they're wounded warrior type organizations or uh uh oh by the way you know i would recommend to you <clears throat> I, I don't know whether you normally give to political causes but the two georgia senate races i i i think if if we lose those georgia senate races we will lose the senate and you will have all kinds of radical things happen i find people they're not willing to give any money to fight a cause but they're more than willing to give up the money in excess taxes and regulations so like for when we fought Cal Water here, they were going to raise their rates 40%, 60% or whatever. I had people wouldn't give me $10 to buy yard signs, but they're paying $400 a month in water. And it just doesn't make sense, right? So I would recommend to you to give to either of the Georgia candidates or both of them, Loeffler and Purdue. You could do it online. I do it online. And I, you just pull it up, run your credit card. It takes two minutes. The other people is I would give to the to any of the people requesting money for uh, fighting this corruption. Listen, if you're not willing to fight corruption, I'm telling you, if Biden and Harris get in there and we lose the Senate, uh, the country's done. You'll never recover the country. And so if you think, well, uh, I don't, I'm a little, you know, I don't like to give to these things. It really doesn't make any difference, you know, da, da, da. I'm just telling you that this is the time to weigh in and spend some money, right? Weigh in and spend some money. And so, uh, but if you want to give to trauma intervention, I'm going to give you a couple of ways and then we're going to finish up because we got about 15 minutes left and we got, we got plenty to talk about. So there's th the way that we get the most money is if you just send us a check and uh, to tip TIP and PO box six, four, five Marysville, California, nine five nine zero one box six four five marysville california forget all i said you can go to yubasuttertip.org and you can find out all that there <clears throat> or you can give online you could click donation on yubasuttertip.org and it will you can do use a credit card um or you could if you like to use like gofundme type things you can go to gofundme.com backslash tip 2021 the reason we put 2021 is this the money we collect now we spend next year so gofundme.com backslash tip 2021 so again uh one of the unique things about us is i'm, I'm not speaking against any organization to have offices and staff and you know all that stuff but but uh if you want all your money or 99.5 percent of it to go to client services and preparing people to go out on calls we got people out on a call right now uh that's us so you can support us if you wish okay so i want to uh I, what's happening is throughout the country now it's it's what i would call a fascist country and that means what that means is that uh, 
you're instead of a free country where you're a free, you can think and believe whatever you want and you can say whatever you want. Your freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of assembly. Those are rights from God, not from the government. And so now you are uh, harassed. Now, it's been for many years. If you were a Christian and you came out in the classroom, people mocked you if you were a Christian. They mocked you if you, like, for instance, if you said right now, like people after Trump got elected, uh, you wear a Trump hat, people would throw stuff at you. They'd pull, you know, that instead of the Democrats being gracious in defeat, they they were rude. They were uh, people assaulted Trump people. Etc. Etc. So now uh, things are going on in businesses that are, or even on the college campus that would never be allowed um, from a conservative. So I'm going to give you an example. <clears throat> so at Starbucks, which I've discontinued doing any business with, <clears throat> the only time I ever go there is if somebody gives me a gift card and I don't want to waste it. So I and let them have all the profit, right? If you don't use it, they're going to keep the $30 and without giving you any product. So in Starbucks, they have taken hardcore stances along with other big businesses uh, supporting uh, fascist or totalitarian causes. So I have a picture here on my on my uh, computer of a Starbucks uh, aqua blue shirt, and it says Starbucks Pride, and then it has all this rainbow of colors, and then it has LGTBQ. And so the Starbucks pride isn't pride in the business of Starbucks. It's pride in uh, having sex with somebody of the same gender or transsexual or whatever, right? So what happened was they, they said, this is our new uniform. You have to wear a Starbucks pride 2019 t-shirt. Uh, that means that you're endorsing people uh, that way of life. In other words, you're just not tolerant of it, but, but like you're supporting that, right? So it, originally in the, the movement of uh, the gay lesbian movement, it was a movement to just say, hey, we have a right to uh, be with whoever, whomever we want, and we don't want to be persecuted. You should be tolerant of that. And, but, but yet it didn't stop there. And so it went beyond the fact that now we have to embrace it and endorse it, right? So, but a lot of people in their faith, like the Muslim faith, the Jewish faith, the Christian faith, they do not embrace that. And they are tolerant of it. In other words, when I went to Marysville High School, uh, I, I, I was raised by a, a dad and a mom. And uh, when I went to high school, the... <clears throat> The principal of the high school was a lesbian, and she dressed like she dressed like a man and talked like a man. And her partner was an English teacher there, and the the woman was a very nice woman. The the principal, uh, she was a very nice woman, uh, but she really she had the personification of a man. And uh, her partner was a very nice woman and very feminine and nice and was a very good English teacher, one of the top English teachers in the school. And everybody knew they lived together and probably had a relationship together. They just, you know, no, it, nobody talked about it. It was just like me. That, that's their gig, right? And they lived in downtown Marisol. And uh, so we, we've gone from that to now where at Starbucks, they've, 
they forced their employees to all wear these LGTBQ endorsement shirts. So, uh, but a lady, a young lady, was a Christian, and so she refused to wear the LB LGBTQ Pride T-shirt. And so, according to uh, it, the people in uh, news in Newark, New Jersey, uh, the Glen Ridge Starbucks store. Uh, fired her in 2019 for refusing to wear an official Starbucks uniform, which was a gay pride shirt in a federal lawsuit filed this week in U.S. District Court. Now, see what's happening is now the the government and the the major corporations are telling you what you have to believe and what you have to say, even the pronouns and and how you have to look at life. Otherwise, you'll lose your job, just like the woman in Georgia who knew there was severe, knew the top people, the corrupt people in the state would not speak out because she would lose her career. So according to a lawsuit, uh, this employee alleged that she saw a box of pride T-shirts during a staff meeting with the store's manager. Uh, and she asked the manager if she would be required to wear the pride T-shirt and was told that she would not have to wear that. She claimed, nevertheless, that weeks later, an individual from Starbucks Ethics and Compliance Helpline contacted her about her request not to wear the T-shirt. She said she told the individual she did not wish to wear the shirt because it violated her religious beliefs regarding marriage. In August 2019, Fressy, her name's last name Fressy, F-R-E-S-S-E, said she received a notice that she had been terminated from Starbucks because, quote, her, her comportment... Her behavior, her character, was not in compliance with Starbucks' core values. The news report states that the termination notice claims Fressy told her fellow Starbucks employees they need Jesus. <laughs> when they handed her a pride t-shirt <laughs> in the lawsuit, Fressy reported, uh, reportedly argues she believes God created man and a woman, that marriage is defined in the Bible as between one man and one woman, and that any sexual activity which takes place outside of this context is contrary to her understanding of biblical teaching. The report also states Fressy claims in the lawsuit all people need Jesus and that she holds no enmity to um, members of the LGBTQ community. Fressy filed a complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission in February and then went ahead with her federal suit. And uh, Starbucks says says Starbucks did not discriminate on the basis of gender, race, religion, or sexual orientation, a company spokesperson told NBC News, adding that except for the green apron all Starbucks employees wear, no part of our dress code requires partners to wear any approved items that they have not personally selected. Nevertheless, the lawsuit claims Starbucks attempted to exclude and silence Mrs. Fressy, whose religious beliefs it deemed undesirable. We're committed to upholding a culture where inclusion, we are inclusive, damn it. But you got to wear the pride t-shirt. So anyway, interesting. So next one, same thing. I'm talking about a society now that says this, this is communism. People, when you go to, when you go to these communist countries where I go, it is gnarly. And, and, and they tell you, you, that's why 
you can't go on Facebook in Vietnam. Vietnam is the seventh highest user of, of Facebook in the world. You cannot go on there and say anything about the Vietnamese government or they will come and get you, courtesy of Zuckerberg. So in the University of Texas in San Antonio, a sorority kicks the student out, not because of LBTQXYZ, but because she had a pro-Trump sh- uh, TikTok. She did a pro-Trump TikTok. So in University of Texas, San Antonio, uh, she uh, she did a pro-Trump TikTok post featuring a sign reading, All Lives Matter. Sorority leadership at the school told a student that language suggesting all lives matter is extremely hurtful and unsisterly. Now, I, lo- I love this. Like, hey, did you know, honey, you're being unsisterly right now? It's just like a jack slapper. You were just, I'm going to start using that. That's kind of unsisterly of you. UTSA, which is University of Texas, San Antonio student, J.C. Barton, J.C., a member of the Zeta Tau Alpha sorority, ZTA sorority, as well as president of the school's Turning Point USA. Look out. She's a conservative. Turning Point USA posted a video supporting Trump in her TikTok account in August. The video, an eight-second clip, featured demonstrators holding an American flag and signs reading, Trump 2020, All Lives Matter, and Back the Blue. So she got kicked right out of that sorority. You are unsisterly, and you, like, hurt my feelings. On September 19, Barton received an email from ZTA Judicial Chairman informing her that she had been charged with failing to cooperate in the best interests of the fraternity and for conducting herself in a matter detrimental to her chapter or the members of the fraternity. The email went on to clarify that the charges were specifically for the statement, All Lives Matter! It's extremely hurtful to our sisters and is very unsisterly. Did I say unsisterly? I love that word. It's my new word, unsisterly. I'm going to tell everybody when they get on my nerves, you're kind of being unsisterly. ZTA stands for Black Lives Matter, and the uh, and the statement, All Lives Matter, goes against the ZTA belief. We have what's called a judicial board, and they're just going to kick your butt. So um, anyway, okay. Oh, by the way, just a quick deal on, remember uh, Michael Flynn? I always forget his his rank. So when Michael Flynn, he was picked as, was he picked as Secretary of Defense by Trump right away? Anyway, in the transition between the, you know, the election was already over. In the transition, he got in a conversation with the uh, Russian representative, which is totally legal. But they made a big hoax. You know, the hoax came and they attacked him for they shouldn't have been talking to the Russians, right? And they arrested him, and he didn't get to serve in the Trump administration. They called it a Logan Act violation. The Logan Act means that as an individual, an American, and you're not assigned to do business on behalf of America with a foreign government, that you don't have rights. You can't, I can't, I can't go over there and just talk trash with the Vietnamese government about America. So, 
They said Michael Flynn did that. But Michael Flynn was a part of the new administration. Now, uh, someone killed Iran's nuclear weapons program manager, Mohsen Farizadi. Farizadi. They assassinated him, shot him in his car. America hasn't taken credit for it, nor the Israelis, but it could be the Israelis did it. But uh, Brennan, the communist, he's a communist and a Muslim, John Brennan, who was former CIA, and he's the guy that's behind, he and Obama, behind taking down Trump. Both of them should be taken out and put a bullet between their eyes. Now, he has made this statement. Listen to this. This was a criminal act and highly reckless, killing this uh, nuclear weapons scientist. He said this was a criminal act and highly reckless. It risked lethal retaliation and a new round of regional conflict. Iranian leaders would be wise. Now, he's given advice. Hear this. He's given him what? He's given him advice, John Brennan. And John Brennan is not even a part of the United States government now. So, But Brennan is saying to them, he said this publicly in a tweet, Iranian leaders would be wise to wait for the return of responsible American leadership. He doesn't say Biden, but you know what he means. On the global stage and to resist the urge to respond against perceived culprits. Now, that is what some people would call a Logan violation, Logan Act violation. Flynn did not violate the Logan Act. In fact, some people believe the Logan, Logan Act is, in fact, constitution, unconstitutional, not constitutional. But they chose to harass Flynn and the Trump administration over the Logan Act when, when Flynn legitimately talked with the Russians and said, hey, wait, don't freak out. Wait till we get in power, take over, you know, when we go through the inauguration and uh, things will be better. Right. But he had a right to do that because he was newly appointed. But Brennan does not have a right to say this, it, according to the Logan Act. It, so he says Iranian leaders would be wise to wait for the return of responsible American leadership on the global stage and to resist the urge to respond against perceived culprits. Now, Brennan Again, if you're a Democrat, you can get away with these things. If you're a Republican, you cannot. So, okay, that going to wrap it up for tonight. Now, let me just mention once again. Oh, I ought to mention this. Also coming up, December 12th and 13th, David Hogan. If you're interested in, if you're a follower of Jesus, or maybe if you need healing, you should come to David Hogan meetings at Glad Tidings, December 12th and 13th. December 12th is a Saturday. It's a 7 p.m. start. And then December 13th, it's 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. David Hogan, he's out of Mexico, works with the Aztec people down there. So again, if you want to ch uh, bring your kids, go to something. It's free. It'll be a fun night. Uh, it can hold hundreds. You don't need a ticket. You just show up. You don't need to pay. There's no, no charge. December 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. And um, come and enjoy yourself. Called it's a comedy called Prospects. And then the then picking up after the uh, play on the December 11th and 18th. You can come out. Those are Friday nights. You can come and hang out for a couple hours, six to eight at night on the Festival of Lights. It's a very bright, beautiful, lots of fun music, uh, 
food, all kinds of stuff at Church of Glad Tidings. Thanks for listening. And listen, stand up for your rights. Uh, nobody else is going to do that for you. And and take advantage of the medical opportunities. And I'll, I'll try to help you in the future with some schooling options, okay? All right, God bless you, and uh, do something good for somebody this week. Bye-bye. We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. We would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And remember, people, that no matter who you are and what you do to live, thrive, and survive, there's still some things that make us all the same. You, me, them, everybody. Sugar to